forever. Dog. Mmm. Look at that ice iced coffee. coffee. <laughs> have you heard of it? I have. And is that a yum, metal yum. straw? Is that a metal straw? Mm-hmm. Someone's doing their part to keep the environment alive. Someone's doing their part to potentially impale themselves if they fall over very quickly. Oh, my biggest nightmare with those. I know, and it hadn't occurred to me until, um, I don't know, it's actually kind of crazy that my mother hasn't sent me an article about it yet. Mm-hmm. About metal straws uh, blinding people? Or I think like, you know, just kind of impromptu lobotomies, depending on which way they listen. You're mm-hmm. you're you get a medicine ball to the chest, or you get a medicine ball to the upper back or lower back. Whatever it is, yeah. I want one. Lobotomies seem like they take the edge off. I actually played bass in the impromptu lobotomies in high school. <laughs> We did. I played upright bass, and it did not fit exactly because I was just kind of like, you gotta pick up the pace for the for the ILs. Well, yeah, they really didn't dig the idea that I took that much room on stage for my. And you say dig because you played jazz upright bass, and they were what were they again? Punk. It was just a punk. They were punk, and I brought my stand-up bass. And punk, I, like, give me, like, two bands that would have been on their flyer when they were recruiting. Oh, uh, who would have been on the thing? The the uh, Black Flag. Talk- oh, okay, like, hardcore. Like, yeah. L.A. Dead Kennedys? Yeah, I mean... Uh, well, look, we're going to get run out of run out of punk uh, the punk community if we say that the Dead Kennedys are an LA band. <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that the time I heard Holiday in Cambodia that I thought he was singing "Cold, Hot, Cold, Hot" instead of Pol Pot? I thought he was listing the temperatures on a faucet. Would you think he was singing about a thermos? (laughs) You thought he was singing about a thermos. I I thought Jello Biafra was doing an infomercial. My juice is cold. My soup is hot. (laughs) Or it was like, for the what was that McDonald's thing that we were strapped to our chairs and forced to watch with Jason Alexander, like, Broadwaying around the street singing about the McDLT. Yeah, when he's like, there's an exciting new thing, the McDLT. And like, you're like, all right, even even in the course of uh, this is a job and your your energy is bumming me out. Yeah. Dancing around think... singing about a hamburger. Can I say something filthy? Yes. I don't think my clit ever recovered from that. Um, say you're getting tired of lettuce and tomato hamburgers <laughs> in this town. <laughs> Well, all right, let's just do it. 
One second. So they was down to Jason Alexander and Jello Biafra for this commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the de- Jello Biafra gets the call. It's like it's down to two of you. It's mm-hmm. it, you're it's and you goes, and another guy. And he's like, I've prepared a five hour spoken word show. Yeah, and they're just like, maybe don't do that at the <laughs> at the callbacks. That was the first time that my friend Nate and I ever hung out as we went to see Jello Biafra's spoken word show at NYU. And it was like, let's meet there at like, you know, 630 because the show's at seven. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was like midnight and we were leaving. <laughs> it's the first time we ever hung out as friends. And you have Jello Biafra bonding you. Totally. He was the Jello. He was literally. He Yeah, we really gelled. You gelled over Jello. I got wobbly in the knees. Look at Jason Alexander in this. No, I don't want to. Outfit. I told you, I'm trying skinny to recover. Skinny ties, wearing a skinny tie, a white jacket, and a this white a bad, shirt. It's a bad week for women and their sexual freedom. Because yeah, I'm being forced to watch this again. No, no other thing. Don't quite make it. Yeah. You say that just once you'd like your hamburger hot and your lettuce and tomato cool He's giving and crisp too much. He's doing time. too yeah. much. Yeah. Well, I say you got it. I'm talking McDonald's new lettuce and tomato hamburger, the McDLT. I'm talking quarter pound of beef on the hot, hot side. No. Hot stays hot. The new McDLT. I don't like Seinfeld anymore. It's a little Rocky Horror, honestly. It's a little Time Warp. He's he's bringing some some uh, Music Man energy to this. You know, I as if like he's ripping, he's gonna rip them off. Could be. You know, I hate that so much. Mm -hmm. And I think it is like if I were casting the music man, I'd be like, absolutely not. And I wouldn't even give him the note. Let's try one where you like you're at a 10 and I need you at a four. Yeah. Cut it in half. Then let's cut it in half again. Subtract one. Yeah. How do you like my math? I like that a lot. I like that the the you can add and subtract and multiply. Oof. I can't. I, at the, at this age, we'll see if I can multiply. Oh, I'm so bad with math, but but um, yeah. No, he showed up to the audition. Jason Alexander dancing when my, around. When my birth control is made illegal. Sorry, go ahead. He's he showed up at the. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> He's all dancing around with singing yes, about hamburgers. Is. Horrible. He got the pain with the thing and the hot's on the hot and the cool's on the cool. Meanwhile, the food designer is inserting like dry ice behind yeah. the right side of the styrofoam so it looks like actual smoke slash steam is rising from that patty. Yeah. You got some gross McDonald's hamburger. They you can open try to a mask styrofoam it. thing. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, they just say they can mask it as much as they want. That thing's still made at McDonald's. If you opened, uh, what do they come in boxes now? 
Don't be insulted that I'm asking you. Yeah, no, it's 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 a it's not a styrofoam container. I anymore. had drive. I've had drive through Burger King fries for two out of the six meals I had in L.A. last week. Okay. Um, if you opened your, but it's a box, right? It's not just like a wrapped paper sandwich. There's a box that it comes in. For cer- certain things are in a box. Other things are wrapped. Like a like a hamburger, I believe, would be wrapped. Okay. But so you a- open that wrapper. Like a present on Christmas morning. Sure. And there's steam coming from the pat, like smoke, like it was in that commercial. Like, what do you do? Get out of the car? I call the bomb squad, I think, because clearly this is not a McDonald's hamburger with the steam rising from it. Clearly, I got to cut the blue wire to get this thing to not blow up. Well, it's like. In New York City, when you pass a subway, sometimes there's just all this steam. And you're like, I'm not going to walk through that. But besides that, I don't know how else to protect myself. Yeah. That steam is not just steam. That's like. That's like it's like it's like dirt in steam form. Right. There's like a Batman villain being like, I'm going to give the most sinister facial to every woman in New York City until her pores are so clogged. Mm hmm. You get that, great, yeah, that New York not, steam. Not a great villain, admittedly. No, it's one of the lesser uh, villains would, from the Who would canon. play that villain? The bad facialist. The bad facialist, I think, would be played by Sam Rockwell. <laughs> You're going to say Sam Kinison. Sam Kinison. He was He's, so kind. He was there so was, funny. Can I just say this about Sam Kinison? Like, triple threat. Funny, great at music, and handsome, and just like a beautiful guy. Like I just wanted to give him kisses. I wanted to gently, mm-hmm. like, not remove the beret because I don't want to forget it's him ever, and I don't know mm-hmm. if I'd recognize him if he like got out of the shower. Oh, oh God! But oh. I would just tilt oh, his beret I, I to the left. Threw up. Cradle, cradle his jowls, and mm. I just wanted to give him like light little <laughs> kisses. That laugh of his—he's got the crib keeper laugh. Um, yeah, no, I think not. I can't picture anything better than the shower curtain gets thrown open, <laughs> and there he is wearing just the beret. In the Soggy. shower, a wet beret. Oh, no. Brett's calling up a Google image search of Sam Kinison, his lustrous Look at blonde that hair. Top, top right photo of him. Will you zoom in, please, Brett, on the that um, main? Move it to the left a little, please, so I can see it in the weird cropping. He was so beautiful. I mean, he was like if David Crosby was an 11 instead of a 10. Well, his kindness just came through. Emanated. And what a beautiful smile. Yeah. He just loved people. (laughs) His love of people just knew no bounds. (laughs) It was like his material was also so good that it was exclusive of delivery. Like anyone could do I mean, not anyone. Obviously, mm-hmm. only he could do those routines. But like, you see them on the page, and they're yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. And there he is wearing some tweed overcoat. It's being how like sweaty? I can smell this oh. photo from here. 
He must have smelled so bad. He must have smelled so good. He must have smelled like Lily of the Valley, who was a uh-huh. adult actress. <clears throat> I picture him smelling like kind of like lavender, like. Oh, now we're moving over to the sea. What that's the thing is when you move when you took uh-huh. off the beret, there was even yeah. more of him to like adore. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, that's what his forehead looks like. Oh, I just wish I could give it baby kisses, baby kisses. Like like when you take a little baby's feet and you kiss yeah. the bottom of their feet because mm-hmm. they 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 never they've never worn shoes. They've never yeah. stepped on the ground. They don't know how to walk yet. They pure. have like these virgin feet. You go, mwah, 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 mwah. it's pure. Soft, pure. soft and pure, like Sam Kinison himself till his dying day. He really, what a, tra- what a shocking tragedy that he died young. <laughs> he is so gross and was so mean. <laughs> I hate him hated. so much. He, he is such a piece of shit. And I have to say, growing up as like a little girl, not a little girl, but you know, a girl mm-hmm. in the 80s and sort of like seeking out counterculture and saying like, and obviously comedy mm-hmm. and seeing him and to some extent, George Carlin and to and Bill Hicks and just being like this. I don't know if this is what where I should be, but I do. I don't like this. We should have and- had an American young ones. It should have been. <laughs> Totally. Bill, H- Bill Hicks could have been Mike, right? Mm. Crispin, I mean, not Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover should have been um, Viv, though. Sam, Kin- if- it would be Sam. Kin- it would be Bill Hicks as Mike. Sam okay. Kinison would. Who would he be? Oh, he could. Well, I, are we talking about like a despicable young ones, or are we talking about a good young ones? We're talking about just a very American one like the well then then Kinison would be viv okay he'd be viv then george then Carla, carlin would carlin be would neil. be neil he'd be neil and who'd be rick don't say emo phillips because i think emo phillips would get his ass kicked around those those guys who would be yeah who would be rick who would be rick dice <laughs> yeah andrew dice clay would be rick the young ones, the young ones, U.S. We need reboot. to get Mike on the show. Is Mike dead? Brett? Oh, yeah. Let me check on this. Mike from the young ones. Because if he's not dead, he should be in Slow Horses, which I've only seen one episode of. Mm. But I heard the finale was good. I've yet to go back to it. Sam Kinison and Howard Stern talking to each other. How could mm-hmm. women in the 80s possibly help themselves from like just orgasming just, instantaneously, just being in a constant state of arousal. Oh, it must have been so hard to be a woman in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really the only reason I can think of. But Mike is alive. Yes. Thank God. Thank God. I was Tom, so worried. I was worried. Put that on the top of your booking list, Brett, because Tom said something. That is so funny and interesting about how when you were first watching the young ones, mm-hmm. Mike was the least funny one. You're and like, now why? he's, he's your favorite. Right? Right. At first, when you first saw the young ones, julieklausner.com. And also, by the way, welcome to Double welcome Threat. Welcome to Double Threat with your friends, Julie and Tom, who take for granted, you know, everything they're talking about. There's no yeah. sugar coating on yeah. this show. We had There's a no conversa- crying in baseball. We had a conversation yesterday about... Making sure the show had clean entry points. 
And then we gave you one, and it's as small as a freaking pinhole. And we were like, absolutely. We've, the show needs had, to be open for anyone to get on we board. Said fewer inside jokes, more accessible, yeah. enough with the obscure references. Yeah. People need to be able to listen to any show and be like, yeah. oh, there's a place for us. Yeah. And now there's a place for us, meaning me and you. And Apparently, Mike from The Young Ones, who we Mike, told our yeah. producer, Brett, to yeah. prioritize booking. Yeah. By all means, let's get this guy, Mike, <laughs> on the. Because when you're watching the young ones, you have one is a yeah. punk, one is a, a student, and one is a hippie. And then there's just like this fourth <laughs> 40 guy, year old guy who's kind of like a pool hall, like <laughs> who's like a lady who's who's a ladies man yeah. who like tinted is, shades, <laughs> just this square kind of like almost like he stayed at the disco too long. Yeah, Brad, pull a clip of of Mike. Oh, gladly from young gladly. ones, please. And this is a uh, this is current day Christopher Ryan right here. He looks looking great, great looking oh, fantastic. Great, yeah. looking here's here's my fear with having Mike on is that Brett is going to fall in love yeah. with him, leave his wife, leave mm-hmm. his family. Yeah. We're next thing you know, you're going to see mm-hmm. Brett making a full English breakfast mm-hmm. for this guy in a bathrobe mm-hmm. in an, an English breakfast. Kent. What? Breakfast. He's going to be making breakfast from. Yeah. Because don't you think that's your type, Brett? Don't oh, you want to sure. spend the rest of your life with him? I mean, there are lots of types of relationships too. I mean, it doesn't have to be a you know burn my life to the ground. I mean, I but think it we, is, we could be. But it, yes. No. I I I acknowledge that. We could be pen pals. But that's the kind be, this will be. You know, no, Brett's obsessed with these British guys. Blokes. And here, yeah. Here's a question for you, Brett. Yeah, please. You're at home with your lovely family. Mm-hmm. Beautiful baby. I saw the baby. Julie met Sandy. Beautiful baby. I wanted baby. to kiss his feet. I I kept I kept grabbing his little feet. They were so cute and chubby. Amazing partner. The best. Then you get a phone call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ring. Hello. Hello. And it's Colin Firth. Oi. He's he starts <clears throat> he starts the call. Oi. And and you're like, okay, Oi. this is either a Jewish person or Colin yeah. Firth, and I'm yeah. losing my mind either way. Yeah. He says. <laughs> If you want to hang out with me, you have to walk out the house right now and not tell, Mm. not tell your family what's up for forty eight hours. But it will be the greatest forty eight hours. Hottest two days of your life. Hang out with me and my other British buddies. Who else is going to mates? Who else else is going to be there? Who else we? Tom. He says mates. And there's another mates. Mike Michael Sheen will be there. God. Michael Sheen, and. I mean, not even the cherry, but a whole separate Sunday. Ray Winstone. No. Yes. Yeah. Is Ray going to be there from the beginning, or he, yeah. is he going to come in full forty-eight? Oh my god, full forty-eight hours. Ray Winstone's going to pull up in front of your house in five minutes in this like insane sports car. You have to walk out for two days, and you can you can you just can't tell. Your wife, why you left, where you went. So I can't have an alt. I can't have an excuse. I uh-uh. can't have a, a no. made up. No, you reason. just have no. to disappear. I mean, I'm going to be honest. She'll be worried about you. She'll be terrified. But you know that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity that you can explain, hopefully, and say, like, you just ha- you understand why I had to do this. Right. W- would you forgive yourself 
he pulls up in the sports car. He's blasting uh, peaches by the Stranglers. Oh, my God. You know who's in the trunk? Bob Hoskins. No. His ghost is back there. Hey, boo. You scared? You scared of the trunk? Boo. I'm a ghost. We go to a Tarantino-style trunk shot. Brett opens the trunk. We see it from the trunk's point of view. His face is illuminated as though it is the golden briefcase. And then you just see Brett climbing into the trunk and closing it on himself. Yep. I get to ride in the in the trunk with Hoskins' ghost, and then Winstone's driving. <laughs> Winstone's driving, and he's going to pull over and pick up uh, Hugh Grant. No, well, yes! this is now. It's too now. It's now. It's not even a welcome to Grantland. Yeah. He'll say, "Yeah." Um, and then you'll hit uh, Bill. What's his Simmons. name? Bill Higgins with your car. Bill Simmons. We yeah. hit Bill Simmons, and then we pick up Bill Nye. Well, now I'm. Oh, now I'm Bill Nye's in the car. I'm hitchhiking. I'll go where he's going. Yeah, look, I do it. I do it. I, 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 I but I, I just, I do okay, it, and now. then it, <laughs> keep going. This please. is the, this is a true crisis. I don't know. I'm, I'm really. Uh, no, it's not. And now we're gonna de-sweeten the deal. Yeah. Okay, okay, we're okay. taking Bob Hoskins out. We're taking yeah. Bill Nye out. Yeah. Ray Winstone is not feeling well. He has to pull over to pee like every ten minutes. Yeah. And it's 72 hours. And you get in the trunk, and it turned out it wasn't the ghost of Bob no, Hoskins. It was the tape of recorder. Sam Kennison. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the ghost of Sam Kennison. And he's like, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> ah! Yelling in your face. I hate women for no discernible reason. I was like, when he was in his acting, he'd be like, You, you whore, you, you bitch. bitch. It's just like, yeah, you're such a such a freaking treat to, you're to such be a prize. around. Yeah. Why would a woman ever act like a bitch to you? Yeah. He makes me want to be such a bitch. Yeah. He sucks. Sorry. He Sorry, sucks. comedy fans. It's a it's like we should do a topic at some point, like the part of the movie that you can't watch even though you like the movie. And that is the Sam Kinison scene and back to school for me. Yeah. I really hate it. Yeah. Where he gets Rodney Dangerfield to basically say, basically saying, like, let's turn, let's turn Vietnam into a parking lot. Like, let's bomb mm-hmm. it. Like, that's what yeah. we should have yeah. done. Yeah. Great. Cool. Now I don't like that character either. Cool take. Cool yeah, now, take. Now I'm not you rooting never- for Thornton Mellon. Thornton Mellon is so lovable until he is like, you know, beep the beeps. And yeah. at the end, he goes, great guy. He really seems to care about what I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, I've seen Back to School many times. And yes, mm-hmm. I can quote it mm-hmm. on a date with a lover. In an sure. intimate setting. Yes. And ruin everything. Everything. Yeah. Now, JulieKlausner.com, congratulations yes. on your 
sold out run of shows New York, <laughs> Los Angeles. You just owned both cities. Thank you. I owned I owned both cities except for the jewel in the crown, which was that you were not there when I was in Los Angeles and that broke my heart and I left with yeah. um well, you know, they always say that there's a flaw in the best diamond. So that was my trip was not being able to see you when I was in LA last week. Yeah, I was seriously bummed about missing seeing you and seeing you I was on stage. Too. It really broke my heart, yeah. and I mean that sincerely. And I know that it may have been good for us to have a break from each other just because I was listening to the best show, and you guys mentioned Zappa and Danny Elfman shirtless, like, back-to-back, -back, and I was like, am I uh -huh. am I, do I have, am I casting too much of a shadow on Tom where we're morphing into the same person? Just becoming like this, we're like the, we're just like a pile of goo. Yeah, like the thing. We're like the thing now in the movie. The right. thing. Right. Exactly. Like but at the same into. time, I missed you terribly. Yes. And I will hopefully be out there again very soon, if not to completely, you know, set up shop, set up a little tent in the Forever Dog Studios slash offices because they are gorgeous. Oh, I thank can't you so believe much. how great that 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 compound is it's very clear that joe and brett are starting a cult of some kind and i want mm -hmm. in yeah yeah i've been watching the way down on hbo and I'm, i was taking notes i'm uh, taking notes oh she was beautiful god that that diet guru i mean what a great woman to want to look like yeah. when you're counting your calories the way she says adore adore <laughs> it's become a catchphrase around my house um so tom i was in los angeles where were you I was in Hawaii. What? I know, right? Aloha. Aloha indeed. And it was Aloha, a great day for two weeks. Baby. And I brought something back for the each of you. <gasps> really? I did, yeah. A little presence. And it was an amazing trip. And uh, I was on the island of Maui and uh, <clears throat> had a great time, did all sorts of things. I, I'm sure we'll be telling tale of these things for quite a while, but I wanted to say, Julie, you will get mailed something that mm. looks like this to to commemorate the place I went on the island of Lanai. I went, me and my lady friend Julia went to the cat sanctuary. <gasps> Oh my God! Yes! Oh my God! Oh wow! Some might say that it was <gasps> paradise. Oh! Ah! Tom is showing me the coolest T-shirt ever. And it was six hundred cats. Oh my God! At this, at this um, cat sanctuary on Lanai, and it was one of the most stunning. Stunningly fun and awesome things. If you're ever in Hawaii, schedule a trip to Lanai. Take a take a ferry, and then you get to go hang out with 600 cats. And they're they're the cats are just so they're in, they're in heaven. These cats. They're in paradise. They are in paradise. It was one of the best times. Um, paradise, paradise by the dashboard light. Yes, it was the best. You sit in a chair, and then the cats just. Walk over to you and get on your lap and oh, 
And they have Did brushes everywhere. You can brush out <laughs> oh a cat God. if you want. I'm serious. They had the cat fateria where the cats eat and the giant bowl. They have food everywhere. Now, Brett. Wait, wait. I have a, a couple oh, yeah, more questions ahead, about yes. the, how long did you stay? About two hours. Amazing. And were there any tuxedo cats? Because you sent me a photo and I didn't see any like cats that looked like Jimmy. There, there were. There were tuxedo cats. Not as many as there were of the classic, uh, <laughs> whatever. You know, like, a, 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 like there were, there were like the ta- yeah, like the they, they were, they were dressed. They were dressed more in gray sweaters than they were in tuxedos. Yeah. Did I'm that affect the? Um, <laughs> this is such a stupid question. Uh huh. The dinner show. <laughs> the dinner show. No. You know when like all <laughs> the cats do like a kick line and they sing standards, and usually they're in tuxedos with top hats and canes. I this is I said it was a stupid question. Mm-hmm. No, no, there are no stupid questions. So Except go on about for... the, the 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 cat variety show that they did. Yeah, the cat variety show. Like, was it affected by the fact that most of them were like casual, wearing gray sweaters? No, they were, they were, um, what was the afternoon? So it was, they were were in rehearsal. What kind of cat is that? Let me see. You hold it closer to the camera. Like, like when you see a cat with like coloring, like, like. Let me see. That. That's a tortie. That's a tortoise. Okay. Well, they had a lot of those. That's what Smiley Muffin was. Yeah. She was a tortie. Are you going to get a cat? Say yes. Say yes, say yes to I the like dress. Cats. I'm going to buy for your cat when you get one. I like cats a lot, so who knows? Who knows? Who Maybe knows one will saunter brings. into your life. Yeah, they choose you. You know, that's actually not they, true. You choose them. Yeah, <laughs> you, you choose who to feed and give a litter box to. But that's wonderful, and I am excited to hear more. Yeah. Oh no, you will. Did any coconuts fall on your head? No coconuts fell on my head, not that I know of. Did you have any white lotus like experiences? Did oh you, yeah. Oh my god. Did you like like row a canoe with those guys and be like, this is what I want to do? That canoe stuff is all over the place. Is it? Those canoes are going all the time. There are people doing it. I was not particularly interested in doing that because I was eating all the time. <laughs> And it would have slowed down my eating. No, Tom, I understand. Usually usually people break their diets on vacation, Uh right? They're like, I'm on vacation. To hell with my diet. Yeah. But you are on a different kind of diet. Is that true? (laughs) I was. (laughs) I was actually, I was on a diet before I left. I was on the seafood diet. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not. What are the rules of that diet again? When I see food, I eat it. Okay. And usually yeah. diets don't work. Uh-huh. But this they one has worked that, for you. That one worked. But I, I gave up on that diet. This, what on if this you, trip. Sorry, Tom, real quick. I, I, I've had so many questions about the seafood diet. What if you see food that someone else is is currently eating? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you see food, but it's in somebody else's hand and they're, uh-huh. and they're like halfway through it. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why that's why it says die and diet because there's a little <laughs> bit of risk involved. Wait, you kill the person and you take their sandwich? Oh, you could die. You take the wrong person. You see the food, you oh. got to eat it. Yeah. But you if could die. If you take die. like 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 Tuco's sandwich. 
Yeah, exactly. If I go and suddenly I I I, I grab you know Paulie Walnut sandwich from him, you know his his caprice. Okay. Yeah, capricci. Right? The mozzarella. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I grab that. I'm taking uh, taking my life in my own hands. But that's the those are the tenets of the seafood diet. But seafood, but I'm not on that anymore. That's why you're not on it anymore. Yeah. I get a text from Tom about three days into his trip and I don't expect to hear from Tom because he's on vacation. He's off the grid. I'm I'm saying he's gone. He's doing the hula somewhere. Uh-huh. And what did I say? You know the answer. I said. I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read yeah. it. I'll read it. How are you doing? I'm in Maui and I found a place that sells, quote, the best pie on Maui. Mm-hmm. So I will fly back stored in cargo. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. Now, Tom, tell me about yeah. this pie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go to uh, Brett, pull up yeah. the menu for a place called Leodas, mm-hmm. L E O D A S. Why wasn't there a scene in the White Lotus of a, <laughs> of a dude just tucking into a piece of pie? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't have a scene of uh, Steve Zahn loading up on Leodas. What kind of pie did you get? Um, we might as well list the ones I didn't get. <laughs> it's probably quicker. That chocolate pie in that second photo. Ooh. there. It's chocolate and macadamia nuts. And Brett, will you learn how to make pie. pies like this? Oh, sure. Yeah. Let me get right on that. That banana cream pie was. I was going to guess troubling. banana cream. I also don't know if there was like. A, like a macadamia version of pecan, maybe. I'm trying to think um, of like what's an amazing, you know, Hawaiian. Yeah. Like, is there like a pineapple kind of element? There was or a pineapple. Cream? There was a pineapple pie. Okay. Yeah, and I can just say this: I think I'm good on pineapple for a while. <laughs> I think I'm good. I love pineapple yeah. so much. Yeah. I think I'm okay for a little bit. I had well, every, every time you, you meal, I had pineapple. Every drink I had had a pineapple slice attached to the side of it. Mm-hmm. And you're doing that now because I saw you with that. You were drinking your coffee and there was a wedge to I the went, side of it. I went to Coffee Bean and I was just like, give me a uh, give me a, 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 a Mai Tai. And they were like, <laughs> we do coffee here. They're like, sir, this is a coffee bean. Coffee bean. And I was like, fine, give me a lava flow. You go to Arby's, you ask for a pineapple wedge on your fish sandwich. I that actually get, sounds like it could be really good. I go to this bar mm-hmm. and I get a drink called lava flow. Mm-hmm. And it's got this pureed strawberry in it. Yum, yum. And it was like dessert. It was like a dessert drink. And then I'm like... And I had two of them. I was said to the woman running this this uh, bar sandwich place. I was like, "This is the greatest drink I ever had. The strawberries are so great." She goes, "Yeah, it's so good." She goes, "You know what the secret is with it?" I'm like what? She goes, "Ice cream." I'm like ice cream. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> so I'm eating. <laughs> I'm eating. I'm basically eating a, an alcoholic sundae <laughs> every <a> time. <laughs> that, that's amazing because. <laughs> As much as I love ice cream, I don't think it should be a surprise. It was, it was so, I thought it was just had a little bit of cream in it or something. She's like, no, we put oh, ice cream in it. Oh, it did. It did. It was yeah. ice cream. It was ice cream. She goes, you know what the secret is? Ice cream. <laughs> like, okay. So I'm basically having, a, I'm getting drunk on a Sunday here, Dairy a Queen. strawberry Sunday. It sounds amazing. It was the best. Now, Brett, I did not come home empty-handed for you. Oh, boy, yeah. I went to a marketplace. Oh, my God. And I got two things for you. Spam? No, I didn't get spam. You uh, go get the, get the groceries. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a rub. Oh, Whoa! my God. A Hawaiian rub. Oh my God! What's wait? Wait, hold on. What's in that? We're coming in, get okay, it. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, hold on one second. Let me make sure there's no. You're in the same thing. place, Brett. Yeah, it's ten feet away. What's in it? Here, hold it up to the rubs. camera. There's this rub. <laughs> Look at the two of you in the frame. Here you go. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Then there's an espresso coffee rub. Ooh, you got two rubs for Brett. Spicy espresso coffee rub. I'm going to have, oh, Tom. This guy's poor wife. Imagine imagine Amy's just like, can we do food without rub, without... Also, the espresso fit, rub, yeah. like, the three of them are going to be awake for a week. Yeah. It's like, oh, I put, I put more espresso in yeah. this flounder. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Oh, you're welcome. This is great. Thank you so much. Of course. It's my pleasure. I picture that... it's like Brett starts doing this espresso rubbing and it's boogie nights all of a sudden in there with the two of them going like, we got to get it. They go. We got to get it. Right. Like, and Sandy's throwing firecrackers. Yeah. And Brett, they're arguing at the trying to get in the recording studio to get their tapes back. Oh, you're talking about the MP versus YP. Yeah. I'm talking about Alfred Molina. I'm always I'm always thinking about that scene because it's a metaphor for life. It really is a metaphor for life. Wait, what? You, the espresso rub and what's the other rub? What has that got in it? Brett, will you come uh, on the camera yeah, so I can see yeah. your face? Yeah, it's, um. here we go. Uh, uh, what is espresso in Espresso rub and the then like, other one. the other one also has uh, some coffee in it, but it's like um, <laughs> a, uh, but it's a, uh, it's more of a like a, just like the a Hawaiian specific kind of rub and it's a, uh, um, Cane sugar, that's very cool. Cane sugar, cane sugar, lemon pepper, salt, garlic, sea salt, coffee, and parsley. That sounds incredible. Um, so kind of like a salty sweet sort of rub. Oh mm-hmm. boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a yum, blast. Yum. I'm gonna have a blast yeah. with that. Yeah. Now, what about doing what about opening a spa, Brett, where you use your rubs to exfoliate the skin of mm-hmm. women who are weird? I think that's a. I think that's a really interesting idea. Um, I mean, we would have to some really. You'd have to have a really chunky salt in there, right? Because an exfoliant, mm-hmm. you need something that mm-hmm. has some real grit mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, 
it's a spa so that we're do, using a rub and then something else ha- like something that is, is something food centric about a it gla- you do a glaze mask after that mm-hmm. treatment so okay, it'd be yeah. like first Brett's good and, and the, the slogan can be you're the fish now dog that's, that's good. great. That's really good. So basically, women line up around mm-hmm. yeah. Sepulveda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> look Angeles. at that. I feel like I'm it's expensive real estate. Okay, so this is so this is a big swing for me. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You'll hit. You'll hit it okay. out of the park. Yeah. So women lining around, and they're already in bathrobes because you're like, no time to change in the locker room, ladies. Yeah. Like in and out. Yeah. Yeah. They I'll get pass, on the chair. Brett. Brett, <laughs> Brett pass around slams the door bucket. open. There's a wash bucket on the line. <laughs> Ladies can splash. Splash some splash some water on your face. Yeah, so no like I want your faces already have to be wet. Otherwise, you're doomed. Yeah. Brett comes in wearing his chef's hat. Yep. He's dressed he's dressed half like a chef and half like a uh, masseur. A masseur. Yep. Yeah. I've got a fish spatula, maybe a converted fish spatula that's sort of like a roller or something, some sort of. Uh, or you could, of, you're like a fish spatula that you're going to use to apply the glaze and it keeps like sifting through the spatula and you're like, God damn it. And she's like, I'm trying to relax. And you're like, don't make it harder. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You're rubbing a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Don't make it harder. Brett's spa. Mm-hmm. You're the fish now, dog. And yeah. I personally Start- do all the. I personally do every session. Who else is gonna do it? I mean, do you want to just develop the rubs and then give it to someone else to apply? Isn't part yeah, of what you do trust. as a chef applying the like? What don't you feel like your hands and your touch is an important part of your work as a chef? I think so. I'm also gonna need to save on overhead. I think out of the gate. So maybe I'm all right. The so only- Joe can do a couple. Okay, but those ladies line up. On Pico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a really like a, it's like a, 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 a it's like an audio tour of Los Angeles now. Well, and speaking of your Sepulveda, affinity. Pico. That's all I got. I'm also going to need you, Julie, next time you're out here, if you could do some word of mouth advertising for this. Like if you could go to the, I don't know, go to mm-hmm. the, 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 the Beverly Center, the, the Beverly Center and just be like, you won't like, like you won't my believe. Skin. Yeah, you won't believe uh, this new place. Yep. They, they make you feel like a hundred bucks. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do a whisper campaign that's where I'll it. just yeah, like that's it. sneak up on women and be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> Want to feel like a fish? Yeah, you should go to Brett Bohm's. You should go to Brett's spa. <clears throat> Brett's dogfish spa. And he'll be like, <laughs> this insane woman who smells like lemon pepper. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, and then I like, remo- if they're wearing a mask, I like remove it. I like put, I slip my, mm-hmm. I slip my fingies behind their mm-hmm. ears and I go, bloop. And then I'm arrested. <laughs> Do you, uh, you know who likes lemon pepper, uh, uh, wings. Who's that? Rick Ross. Really? Because he always he's always rapping about a wing stop. Because he owns he owns about oh. he owns a bunch of wing stops. It's funny. There's a wing stop. There's a game stop. Mm-hmm. Maybe Brett's place should be called Brett Stop because that's what the women say. <laughs> Brett Stop. Oh no. When he puts the mask on, they're like, Brett, stop. You're like, it's got honey. And it's like, no, no, thank you. I made a terrible mistake. And you're like, you paid in advance, lady. (laughs) 
Brett, can you pull up a video type Rick Ross chainsaw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He went and he has this property in, in Atlanta. And basically he was working in the yard. And uh, he needed to get rid of some trees. And you'll see what happens next. Oh, my gosh. You look so happy. <laughs> the video is called Rick Ross refuses to pay. What was it? $10,000 mm-hmm. to, to get someone else to do this. You mean Rick Ross refuses to pay $10,000 to cut 10 trees down. So he buys a chainsaw and does it himself. 10, okay. I just told my homie, you go to Home Depot and you go get me the biggest motherfucking saw there is with a big chain. And you crank that motherfucker up. I'm going to cut the trees down. Must you heard me? who the fuck I am. A man's own. I cut down my own. I was wearing a cowboy hat. A hard hat. cut to you him wearing a little a cowboy hat. a tree to cut it down. I cut down my own motherfucking trees. I got to make room for my animals. I'm the biggest boss. Y'all ready to go cut these trees down? Thank you. Oh, oh my shit. God. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. He's cutting a huge tree down. <laughs> There it goes. Whoa, timber! Whoa! Now he's waving around like Leatherface. That now click on that one, please. <laughs> this great. is the best. Now he buys a bull. Right now. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. What is this? He bought. He bought a bull. So is that why he cut down the trees? He have room for his bull yeah. to run around. They're opening a trailer. I'm happy than a motherfucker. This a, this a dream come true for Rose. You know what this is for a young boy from Kara City to have horses and now a big boy at it? Come on down. You good. You good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yours. That's yours. Welcome to the promised land, baby. Welcome to the promised land. Look at them horses. Look Horses looking, mind y'all business. <laughs> been talking about getting the cow. Yeah, he's really, he's really going for it in uh, Atlanta. He he took over. Um, I think he bought a Vander Holyfield's house, the boxer. And and in his in his book, he literally gives the address out and says, "Yeah, send me shirts and stuff. I wear a two XL. I'll wear your shirt if you send it to me." You used to be able to see you. I mean, still probably still can, but you could see that house uh, from the from the plane when you were coming into Atlanta. It mm-hmm. is just a, a massive, massive property. Uh, I think like south south Brett, uh, southwest. Will of the you city. use your Atlanta connections to get him on the show? The bull, not Rick Ross. Uh, the bull. Okay, yeah. Hey, let me work. I on want that. Rick Ross on the show. Okay, I'll go. That'd be. I like it. Can I tell him this is a like Atlanta centric show? This is like an Atlanta. Yes. Kinda... Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. That way, Tom okay. and I will do like minimal research and we'll sound like idiots. Yeah. Okay, great. How would you we'll have- present yourself to him so that you seem the most Atlanta possible? Well, yeah, you change your photo on your, if you have an iPhone and you can share your name and fo- mm-hmm. you change your photo to the marionette uh, chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I would, yeah, I would, I would Photoshop Dominique Wilkins Jersey onto the big chicken mm-hmm. uh, and make that my avatar Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe have like a, uh, Atlanta baseball cap on top there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would. Um, well, you're texting from a what's it area code, right? That's good. I am. I do have a. I do have a uh, area code, an Atlanta yep. area code, um, mm-hmm. which is the. the, and, the and if you and if you're and this is the if this is the first double thread you're listening to, heaven help you. First of all, second of all, we have been giving out Brett's phone number digit by digit. Yeah. <laughs> the last five episodes and we only got two more before you can text him at any hour of the day yeah it's the second area code that Ludacris mentions in the song area codes mm-hmm. there's and a hint for you if he does not respond to you you win a merch package so brett <laughs> has to keep responding <laughs> it's just a lose lose for old brett i don't know about that we're giving him some new friends at 4 30 in the morning Hey, Brad. I mean, he's going to be up doing the business model for the spa anyway. Yeah. Making chunkier and chunkier rubs to exfoliate skin. Yeah, of- yeah call me. I don't care. Maybe maybe you'll be the one that regrets it. Maybe I want to talk. Maybe I want to talk longer than you do. See, nah. this is what I, you yeah. know, yeah, Tom, this is- we give Brett the business. But ultimately, I think it's like, what is better medicine than us for his life? For people who don't know, Forever Dog is the parent network here that the Double Threat and many other great podcasts uh, are on the Double Threat Network and the Double Threat, the Forever Dog Network. But we'll have um, a network one day. We'll call it the Threat Work. Yeah, we'll call it the Threat Work. The, yeah. But. <clears throat> It'll for, be an imprint. Don't worry, Brad. It'll be an yeah. imprint. Yeah. Calm down. Worry. Calm down. I was steaming over here. I had yeah. to mute myself. I was screaming oh, no, so it's a loud. Part, it's a part of the, the Forever Dog family. Okay, great. Great, great, great. Thre- the threat work. I love it. You guys deserve your own imprint. Thank you. First show yeah. up is going to be a Unabomber. We're going to give him a show. <laughs> oh, wow. Second thing up, QAnon Shaman. Uh, he wants to talk to celebrities, actually he wants to do a fun. And you know who the first celebrity on his show is, is the subway bomber. That guy who yeah. really made commuting interesting a few weeks ago. The cops are like, we are, we have a manhunt going for this guy. And they're like, so God, far like, off target. Some guys just like, yeah, he went in this McDonald's. No, he, that was him. He called the, he turned himself in. He was literally at McDonald's. He called the cops. He was mm-hmm. like, I'm at McDonald's. Yeah. And he walked over to St. Mark's place. He was on this to McDonald's on second and six. He walked over to St. Mark's and second, which is two blocks away. Yeah. And then they had to like divide the reward money because at least like three to like seven people called mm-hmm. the cops and they were like, he's right here. Yeah. He, um, he did say he would not talk directly to the police. He wanted an intermediary. He wanted Jason Alexander <laughs> in his full McDLT outfit mm-hmm. to broker a surrender. Um, so Jason Alexander had to put the white suit on with yeah. the white shirt and the red skinny tie. <laughs> so you're a subway bomber. <laughs> so he... Um, NYPD. Yeah. NYPD. Gotta love them. Gotta, gotta love them. More money than the uh, army in the Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. They're funded by, like, I think it's like $11 billion. Yeah. Gotta love them. Also, what could be more of a siren song than come to McDonald's? I'm yeah. Meet me at McDonald's. Why would a cop 
And by the way, there's a, I know this is very New York centric. There is a police station on 2nd Avenue and 4th Street. Mm -hmm. Wait, it might even be on 5th. It's on 5th. He was calling from 6th. Whatever. He was a block away from McDonald's. I can't. He was, (laughs) the cops were a block away from McDonald's. He was at McDonald's. Meet me at McDonald's. Nah. I'm in front of the Stomp Theater now. Do we know what his order was at least? At McDonald's? I think he got the last McDLT. He's like, I want a He went to Katz's for breakfast. He did go to Katz's for breakfast. He went to Katz's. I mean, he really was like, look, I'm going to be, if if I'm going to end up in jail, which by the way, could have been days because he only decided to make the call when he did. You know, my big takeaway from that was Katz's sells breakfast? I think breakfast is any time. You eat a pastrami sandwich at 10 in the morning, it's breakfast. You know what I mean? Yeah, go in there. Yeah, the, what? What? How are the pancakes? Great, they taste like pastrami. pastrami. Hey, how's the omelet? Oh, if you like the taste of a Reuben, it's mm-hmm. uh, pretty good. Anyway, yeah. we love the cops. We love cops. We love cops. Yeah. What were we talking about? The threat. I work. don't know. We were talking about the threat work. Other, we were talking about how as soon as we said yeah. it wasn't a competitive mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. with Brett, Brett lit up like a Christmas tree, says, this sounds yeah. great. You guys deserve one. Mm-hmm. We deserve one. We deserve one because he wasn't threatened by the threat mm-hmm. work. I'm actually doing a show called MT. I'm co-hosting a show called MTGER. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's me and Marjorie Taylor Green watching every mm-hmm. episode of ER. And... Uh, <laughs> We're doing a recap on it, and she loves the show so much. Well, yeah. She likes it when the patients flatline. Yes. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she thinks that's good. Funny. Yeah, she just laughs and laughs. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're, um, we're doing that, M-T-G-E-R. Um, we got, we're going to have a show. Tom Sizemore is coming to the network. We're pretty pumped about that. Our talent roster is his show basically is is him living in this forever dog studio because that's the other thing is like we want Tom and I are talent first. So when we go into producing other shows, we want to make sure that everybody else who's on the mic sucks shit. Yeah. It's like having a terrible opening act. Exactly. So that you seem that much better. Mm -hmm. And that's that's our goal with the threat work. Yeah. Um, Brett, we want $300,000 of seed money. Okay. That's just for the seeds we're going to plant outside in our garden. Yeah. For those seeds. Because marijuana seeds. At the threat work, we grow our own food and marijuana. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go raise that money. Uh, So I need some. So so we we got MTG. We got Sizemore. Any other names I can throw out there to potential investors? We told you the Unabomber and the QAnon Shaman. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And uh, QAnon Shaman, what's he doing? Like uh, you said, celebrity interviews, like Club Random style? He he's he's calling it Club Random 2. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. That might be a problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me just. Yeah. I'll prep the lawyers for that one. We'll Mm -hmm. just we'll we'll be ready. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Now. That's how Forever Dog is Brett and this other fella named Joe, who you might have heard on uh, last week's episode of us uh, browbeating him into uh, submission. Promoting his own show. Yeah. 
But as as mentioned, these these two fellas fellas are moving from the boardroom into the pod room. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. They were behind the scenes and now they have the spotlight. Yeah. And they started their own podcast called Weekend at Bergman's. Weekend at Bergman's. And I have only pieced the other little images of this thing. Little 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 snippets, little screen screen screenshots. Julie, I don't know what what this is. Well, let's just tell the listeners what we do know, which is that Brett and Joe, founders of Forever Dog, yeah, are hosting a new movie podcast where they discuss a highfalutin movie and a lowfalutin movie. That's and right. yeah, the that's first right. episode is what is it? Death on the Beach or whatever the fuck? It's the Seventh Seal. The Seventh Seal and. And Weekend at Bernie's, which right. is another death on the beach or chess on the beach. There's no chess in Weekend at Bernie's. I'm doing, I was doing a good job, but now I'm not. Yeah. That was great. No, that was great. It's, uh, yeah, you know, the first episode. Is, is that the seventh seal? That's the seventh seals here. Looking for his six brothers. He wants a I fish. Wish, I wish I could get you a pet seal. Oh, that would be so would cute do. if your dogs had a seal to play with. That would be so cute. I would love that so much. What I would do with a pet seal? Yeah. You would be the most spoiled be... seal. That it would be like Rick Ross times a million to see like you with that seal. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. I'd be like Rick Ross when he got his first Angus. Mm-hmm. I was actually uh, I was I Tom late last night I was up I'm trying cuz I'm trying to do you know viral social media promotion for this new podcast. Mm-hmm. I I thought it would be funny. I, I actually was looking for a photo of uh, I was trying to find a photo that had seven seals in it and then mm-hmm. I was going to point have an arrow pointing to one of the seals and and like be like what is this? Uh-huh. Uh but I could not find uh photos with only seven seals. So mm-hmm. I had to abandon that uh idea. So you're trying to go viral big time. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with yeah. the with the new show with weekend at Bergman's, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, guess what, Brett? Yes, we do a thing here on Double Threat, me and Julie Klausner, uh huh, called Podcast Rescue, and help is on the way. As oh the my monkey, god! As the monkeys once sang, <laughs> yeah, help is on its. I'll do you do the harpsichord part. Okay, ready? Wait, what song is this? Help is on its way. Hold on, girl, just a little bit longer. Help is on its way. And you go. You just did it. You just did it better than I could have ever done it. Well, then do that again. Ready? I'm going to go. Help is on its way. That's our new theme for Podcast Rescue, Brett. Yeah. Did you put that in the uh, whatever? Got it. You want that to be a cappella or you want me to throw a little, a little, uh, you get a full band in? I want you to get the wrecking crew in on this one. Okay. Uh, we'll, get and them a non union orchestra. And then we want a union orchestra. Yeah. Mm. See which is better. Mm-hmm. And then oh, add okay. them both. Yeah. Are you mad? Do you feel how Blaine? It's Carol King here playing bass. Yeah. Carol Kay, Hal Blaine, The Wrecking Crew, Breaker, Blacker, Breaker, Breaker. 
This is how you should do a pet. This is, I know the answer is no, but we might do it anyway for Double Threat Live when we do mm-hmm. when we when we get around to doing mm-hmm. Double Threat Live. If enough people want Double Threat Live, we'll do if. Double Threat Live. That's my that's my philosophy. I feel yeah. Like people are clamoring for it, we'll do it, but not We're enough people g- are like flipping out about it. Otherwise, I don't have time. No, you know what I don't I mean? have time either. So what I was thinking, if we do Double Threat Live, what if we do? This is a really bad idea. Okay. A song parody of Charles Manson's garbage dump called mm-hmm. Wrecking Crew. <laughs> wrecking Crew, oh, Wrecking, wrecking Crew. Wrecking Crew. Yeah. I could feed the world with my Wrecking Crew. <laughs> Hal Blaine, Carol Kane. Carol Kane. <laughs> the rest of the show is just uh-huh. people. People walking out and the guy at the box office reminding them that they had to sign like a waiver. They're like, what is this? A vaccination proof? They're like, nope, it's a waiver. Say you're not going to get your money back if they do any Charles Manson song parodies. Oh, there should be a sign. If and when we do Double Threat Live. It should be like when you're driving and you keep seeing these south of the border signs. Yes. Still have like. 300 miles to go that's what it should be just like no refunds like yes absolutely just to remind people because that would be what forever dog or slash forever dog live if that's Mm -hmm. a thing their lawyers would be like if if they're either they have to sign the waiver and be warned every like 10 feet Mm -hmm. yeah that they won't have their money back can I also suggest that, uh, you know, when you go to a museum and they give you the headphones and you get like context for what you're mm-hmm. seeing, we could have uh, we could have that for Double Threat Live. And if you if you ever are unsure of you, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. You put the headphones on and then you press like, you know, four pounds. That's, gr- that's a great idea for two reasons. Yeah. One is we can charge for the headphones. Oh, two sure. is that w- Tom and I'll be on stage and we'll look out into the audience and they'll all be wearing headphones and not listening to us, which is really a performer's yeah. dream. Yeah. Besides th- besides seeing people literally on their phones, mm-hmm. that yeah. would be really the best way to feel, I think. Yeah. Don't you? I, I agree. I agree. People have, yeah. I once went to a wedding and I, I had the big game was on and the same day as the wedding. I didn't know what to do. So I snuck a little earpiece in. Oh, like uh in um a serious man when he's listening to the And I'm sitting at the ball, I'm sitting at the wedding and I'm listening to the big game. Fabulous. And then suddenly my team is making <gasps> a big play and I get <gasps> up and I go, 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 yeah. And they're and kissing, and people are like, Tom just kept wanting him to, like, yeah, like but, go further. But like, the thing put, is, like, what yeah. do you want me to do? Put my hand on my my new yeah. my new wife's breast? Yeah. Next You're thing, like, uh, yeah. The yeah. guy's like, wait, 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 wait you, you, t- you tell me you want to see my new w- wife's bra? <laughs> <laughs> my new... Brett, I never pitched t- episode titles. Mm-hmm. My new wife's bra. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is a good title yeah. for something. If not this episode, that's really good. Yeah, maybe yeah. our co- maybe our cover band or something. I don't know, yeah. but that's good. My new wife's bra. Tom's like go. He's like the guys at the beginning of Faster Pussycat. Like go, baby, go. Yeah, I'm like, we did for it. Phil, we did it. Phil Rizzuto in uh, Paradise in, by the Dashboard Light. Yeah, 
Oh my God, I think he's going to make it. Yeah. Stop right there. I like the idea. Phil Rizzuto just like, I didn't know they were going to use this. That's what he said? Thing. Oh, yeah. He was furious at oh, it. Oh, please. He was furious. Please. He felt deceived. I think I think he threatened a lawsuit. I don't know if he actually went through with it. Don't, I don't think so. Everybody likes to threaten a lawsuit. Meanwhile, um, Howard Cosell is like. <laughs> he's like. What? It's like, why won't Toto call me back? <laughs> Do Howard Cosell saying that? Please? I'm offering my services to the following <laughs> bands. Foreigner, Toto, Kansas. Ar- Argent. Is it Argent? Argent. Who'd- yeah. Uh, can you guys, uh, for, for the... Uh, Fog hat. For the head... <laughs> For the headphone version of this, can you guys record a quick uh, context for that uh, joke for me? No, 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 sorry. That's going to be, by the way, that's going to be the problem with this headphone thing is you're keep going to ask us. You're going to keep asking us for context. It's like, nah, (laughs) it should be you, Brett, on the headphones. Just you, because you're good at that. You're good at being like to have to because you've had to do it. You've had to do it in the past where you're just like, just so you know, um. You know, like Cizo Zizak Gatfrak Glutz was the name of Charles Manson. Uh, Turling was a city in Southwest yeah, exactly. Texas where there's a chili cook-off annually. And- You're doing the Wikipedia footnotes of the double threat experience. And I'm living for it! This is everything. Mm-hmm. And then this, or is this Anything? This you? Is me. So. Let's fix Brett's new podcast. Oh, great. Oh, my God. What a, what a, I I can't believe it. So I'm going to be on Podcast Rescue. You're going to be on Podcast Rescue. We're going to, uh, we are going to give you our services. We are going to consult we are going to make sure that you that your voyage goes smoothly and give you our blessing but also make sure that you don't go out there with your butt hanging out so Uh, what's up with your camera by the way hold on a second you in silhouette it looks like the photo of sasquatch (laughs) going through the woods like the Bigfoot, like that's a clearer camera. That guy had a clearer camera in 1960 when he was shooting a photo of his friend in a Bigfoot costume. Well, look, speaking of talent first, I'm a talent first producer. So uh-huh. this is yeah, this is to get a ring light is the problem because you I are talent wanna, now. I don't want to steal focus. Now. I don't want to, you know, it's you guys. You guys look great. No, you, you don't want to be great. in focus. Yeah, exactly. You can't steal focus if you ain't got no focus. Yeah, and you ain't being you ain't focused, yeah. bud. Yeah, look, you guys look great on, uh, already, and now you look even better with this this little uh, you know engineering troll on, on the feed with you. So it's it's a uh, you know I'm doing you a favor whether you whether you realize see, it or not. This is the thing right off the bat. That's our you, note. You ain't no engineering troll no more. You're dressed for the job host. you have. You're a podcast host. That is buddy. uh this is this, I, this is such a thrill. I mean, I do I can't I feel like I won the lottery. I feel like I'm in a movie. I'm when getting Shirley I'm Jackson's getting, lottery. I'm getting, yeah. You feel like you're in a movie, gummo. <laughs> 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 
I feel like I hit Shirley I Jackson's like- lottery. I feel like I'm in a movie, Gummo. I feel like, <laughs> can we do a mashup of Gummo and Trumbo? Where <laughs> oh my god, where where Brian Cranston is in the same bathtub, the same bathtub, yes, eating spaghetti. <laughs> where it's like the law. Wait, what if this is just a T-shirt? Can we do a T-shirt where Gummo is on one side of the bathtub, Brian Cranston is Trumbo's on the other? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's my dad. Should I pitch him the Trumbo and Gummo idea, or will he be so confused? I think he'll be that like that. I'll, I'll be. Um, oh, Julie's in trouble. What? What? She's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna just be like Julie's in trouble. We should get down yeah. there and check on her. She so they're in the same bathtub and they have oars. They're they're canoeing. Yeah. This is a whatever. This is a good idea. Yeah. Put a it on gum- the merch. Grumbo. List. Who? Yeah. Uh, Grumbo. I don't know. I was just pitching a potential like, <laughs> a t- gum- title for it. A- yeah. Should we get a shirt that says Grumbo sucks because we have a Zeppo sucks? And should it be a tub full of gumbo? (laughs) (laughs) So this is what we want. So the other day, Trumbo and and Gumbo in a tub full of gumbo. (laughs) Yeah. The other day, Trumbo and Gumbo in a tub full of gumbo. (laughs) And then Gumbo the... The well, Mark's I'm brother. back from Hawaii. <laughs> the bubble has burst. I'm talking about like Trumbo in a tub full of gumbo with gummo. With gummo, I want. Wait, what are the? Wasn't there another Marx brother called Gummo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the. Uh, he made clothes. Said. But if we have him there, is that too many gummos? No, he should be there too. Okay, so he's there. What is he doing if the two of them are on either side of the bathtub? Is he like adding some like like doing is he like salt bay with the salt into the the gumbo of the the bathtub? Now was Gummo Marks the one that did he sing? Was he one of the singers? Probably. I mean, he and Zeppo sort of did the same thing, which was yeah. be the, you know, fourth wheel. I like the salt bay thing. Maybe it's Epsom salts because it's a bath. So he's yes! he's sort of uh, spring, there you know, sort of. Yes. Yeah. And he can have a pouch that says like Brett Spa branded Epsom salts. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's mm. salt baying into the tub with other gummo and trumbo in mm. the gumbo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, every relaxation. You know what Rachel, that Tom had in Hawaii is gone. Yeah. Do you know what Rachel Ray would say about that? <laughs> yes, I do. What would she say? She'd say yummo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is my pitch. Tell me if this is violence towards women. She's underneath the bathtub. <laughs> Oh God! I'm not saying she's being crushed by it. No. I'm saying because the bathtub has feet. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's a clawfoot bathtub. It's a clawfoot bathtub, exactly. That's probably the correct way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Rachel Ray that is hidden. Got feet on. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I'm and allowed also, to let be me dumb. just say one other thing, did not to back what? up too far. Brett, yes, you yeah. can also go to museums and just look at the things. You don't have to go <laughs> and listen to uh, Tom Selleck telling you about a painting. Which museum is that? I, I want to go there next. That is the Magnum PI Museum. Was that in Hawaii? in Hawaii? Did you go to yes, the Magnum PI yes. Institute? Yeah. Rachel yeah. Ray is under the bathtub. Yes. Oh, God. L- listening to what's going uh-huh. on. She's got a bib because she wants to taste the gumbo. Maybe she made the gumbo. So have her in an apron with gumbo stains on it. And she's sort of like, like the way Brett is in the kitchen, if he just like cooks something and he's like waiting to hear the reviews. So she's mm-hmm. excited. Yeah. But not sexually. She's not no. under the bathtub for jollies. No. But she is hiding. So Gummo had spaghetti in his tub. Mm-hmm. Did Trump Trumbo Trumbo have had a nothing. Typewriter? He had a typewriter. Trumbo had a, had a typewriter. typewriter. Yeah. So we got a spaghetti, a plate of spaghetti, a typewriter. And gumbo. gumbo. And gumbo. And gumbo is outside of the tub, salt baying, Rachel yeah. Ray underneath. But the thing about Rachel Ray is because her because her name is Rachel Ray, mm-hmm. just give her a thought bubble where she's thinking yummo. Poor exclamation old point. Rachel Ray. A little bit good. of gumbo in the That's what you're pouring her. This is going to be our bestseller t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. The shirt is a hit. So tell tell me now, uh, Brett. Yes. You guys decided to do a show called Weekend at Bergman's. Weekend at Bergman's. That's right. And what was the impetus behind this? They can't be that hard. Look at these podcast idiots on our network. More or less. One's yeah. dumber Clowns. than the next. These trained apes. If we can start doing the podcasts, we can get rid of them, and it'll it'll be you, yeah. you and me, babe. Yeah, yeah. Joe pulled me into his office, um, uh, and he he sat me down and he said, "I just, I just started listening to the shows on our network," mm-hmm. and he's like, "I had no idea." That this is what podcasting was. I had no idea it was this this easy. Okay, sure. come on. So, let's so, get to the. Yeah. Let's come on. This isn't nice. Let's be nice to each other. I'm Ta- sorry, uh, Brett. Let's no, no, watch no. This it's fine. Sp- no, this okay. is fine. He wants to give. He wants okay, to. You started it though. That's that's Joe though. That's not me. I said Joe. You don't have no idea what you're getting into. Passing the buck. Um, also, he doesn't, Joe, do, he these, doesn't do any of the work on those. He's a show. Joe. These shows. There's. The hosts are so talented. Joe may as well be a, a exotic dancer the way that Brett's passing the buck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Into his friggin' garter. He might as well be. He might as well be uh, doing a commentary on a on a uh, 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 an angels. Uh, he may as well be uh, in a in a rodeo. Uh, Joe Buck. <laughs> he might as well be directing. The guy who played Jay Leno in The Late Shift, the way he's passing the Roebuck. <laughs> Daniel Roebuck? Anyone? I, yeah. No I one? Was, uh, I was oh, right wait, there with you. Wait, hold on. I should I right kill myself? No. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. No, you are not alone. If anything, you are Thank now, you. you realize you mm. are less alone than you've ever been. All right. Because I got that the second you were saying Okay, good. It. I knew exactly where you were going with that. 
That's he a, might that, as well. That no, is Brett, Brett might as well be walking through New York City with a cowboy hat on, <laughs> with a Ratso Rizzo. <laughs> the way he's passing Joe, Joe is Buck. it Joe Buck? You do, yeah, Brett may as well have written the Graduate. <laughs> yeah. Buck Henry. Yeah. I may as well be singing country songs about Bakersfield. Yeah, Buck Owens. Mm-hmm, Buck Owens. So should we watch the clip that Brett put up on Twitter that you haven't seen yet, but I have, and it is insane and so funny? Because they're dressed up as characters from these movies. Oh, Brett yeah. is dressed up like Death, and Joe is dressed up like Bernie, and Brett is singing the theme song, which is... I love Brett singing is one of my favorite things in the world. Oh, thank you. I love Brett singing. I love Bob Odenkirk singing. They are so there's so much joy to the purity of of that. I love it so much. It is so funny and it's insane. So Brett and Joe are wearing costumes in this that are pretty impressive and pretty elaborate. Yeah. Oh, thank you. The thank video you. Yeah. element of this is very ambitious, I think, mm-hmm. with the costumes. I appreciate that, and and again, you know, Joe has a lot of false bravado coming into this. I know the, I know what podcasting is like, though. I know the ins and outs. I need, we, I need, we need help. So I, I really appreciate you guys uh, devoting a podcast rescue to Weekend at Bergman's because I know that we we need a lot of help, and yes. and, and you guys well, are the ones to provide it. We've been circling that premise for about an hour and forty five. So let's uh, so look at the clip. Yeah, let's look at the clip in. here. Yeah, yeah. Forever. <laughs> Oh boy, on today's episode of Weekend at Bergman's, the first episode of Weekend at Bergman's, Joe and I debate the merits of two All right, hold on. most famous meditations. You're already off target with the... You gotta... You sound sound like you're asking. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell us. Wait. Tell us, You You think he's too... He's like, oh, okay. Uh, like he's like oh, he's hiding. He's like he's hiding. What are you hiding from t- Terminator Two? Looking for you? You hiding uh, under a desk? You hiding under a, a yeah. bathtub with feet, like Rachel Ray? Yeah. Jurassic Park. You got a dinosaur walking through. You're hiding in the kitchen. I'm gonna write this down. Okay. Uh, today on uh, Weekend at Bergman's, <laughs> the first episode of Weekend at Bergman's, we got. Yeah, asking you to, or you telling? And look, I'm gonna come on hard at you now. You you took my vacation away from me with all this stuff. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back now. The vacation Tom is dead. Vacation Tom is dead. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Wait, do you see them in costume and Fred singing this song, Tom? Vacation Tom. Not only will have been dead, but he he never will have lived. He never yeah. will have been born. All right. Okay. All right. So that, that was really helpful. I, I took notes on that. So here we go. There are also the movies that gave this podcast its name. I'm talking about The Seventh Seal and Weekend at Bernie's. Joe, are you ready? Oh, born ready, Brett. Then roll that theme song. Every week, you and I watch two movies together. Well, not quite together, because we watch them apart. You at your house and me at mine. Whoa, every week, we watch the same two movies. 
Yes, that's what I meant right from the start. But how do we choose these two movies? Well, one is a brilliant, beautiful work of cinematic art, the height of the medium, and the other one is mainstream. I'm talking popcorn, baby, Hollywood endings, but what happens when we watch them back to back and have to say which one? We liked better, and we have to be honest. Welcome, welcome to Weekend at Bergman's. We're going to watch an art house movie and a mainstream movie, and we're going to tell you which one we liked better, and the one that we liked better we're going to put in the canon, and then the one that we didn't like as much is going to go in the trash canon, and we're not allowed to watch it uh, ever again for the rest of our lives. Welcome to Weekend at Bergman's. My name is Brett Boehm, and I'm Steve That's the confidence I'm looking for. That's the confidence I'm looking for. It's almost, I just got to get to Joe's reaction. Joe... That was the first time you've heard our theme song. What'd you think of it? I think it was a complete total waste of time and money. And I think you could use your labor time to more suitable purposes at the company. Okay. Uh, I think <laughs> okay, okay, it, okay, I mean, so the goal of it was... What? what was that? It was the establishment of their dynamic. Because I'm going to tell you something, Tom. You can be the tough love person. I'm going to tell you right now. I have zero notes. Zero goose egg. First note yeah. I gave already... Coming, coming stronger. Coming stronger. Okay. Second note: Get that cable out of there. What are you doing? What are you? What are you mapping out a, a, a amusement park? That's the ferret. The, the the. What are you doing there? What is that? Do you that? like? That I like Ferris the part wheel? where Joe that removes the wheel for your little and... imaginary uh, roller coaster uh, amusement park. That the loop to loop on your new roller coaster. This is great. This, cable is, out this is the attention to detail I'm looking for. I appreciate yeah. that. What are you talking about with the cable? Look at Brett's. That, look at oh, Brett's. that red thing. Yeah. What is that? Oh, I thought that was a bracelet. Get or something. that out of there. All right, get cable out of there. It's a live, yeah. I thought it was a Livestrong bracelet. Do you like the headphones on top of his? I hood? thought it was a Livestrong bracelet. <laughs> I could loop my hand through it, maybe if I can't get rid of it. You thought it was a Livestrong bracelet. Brett's the last person wearing a Livestrong. He's still wearing. He believes his. in the cause. He's still like he's like look separate the cause, <laughs> which is a noble cause, from the flawed human behind it. Can we just watch the part where Joe decides to take off his sunglasses and then puts them on? Because there's like a certain amount of sure. giving up that I really like zooming into. Yeah, and uh, Joe had uh, had not heard this theme song, so he was hearing it for the first time here. Because <laughs> he goes from head shaking to, I can't believe this is still going on. Best welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Weekend at Bergman's. We're going to watch an art house movie and a mainstream movie. And we're going to tell you which one we liked better. And, and the one that up. we liked better, we're going to put in the where, canon. Uh, and then where, the one that we... Look, what's Joe's deal? Was he got somewhere better to be? Was he got to catch a bus? I don't know, Tom. This is, this is an assault. A friend starts singing this at yeah. you? What are you... Yeah. 
<laughs> what co-worker. is he supposed to do? Be completely pat? I know, but this is like, if I came into a room with you and you took out a super soaker and you just started like shooting it at me and there's water in it. It's lukewarm. It's not cold. It's not yeah. hot. But I'm okay. just like, I, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd need to take my sunglasses on and then I'd put them back on, off and on. Well, I'll tell you, if I came in with a super soaker and it had water in it, I might as well put a little bit of flour in there. You get the goop that's on Brett's face. It'd be a so faster way for him to do his makeup. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. I'm going to write that down, only, too. My only note I would say, I know I said no notes, but I do yeah. have one, yeah, please. which is that I would like for you to not use your hell glazer makeup in every episode because that is what is going on here. Am I wrong? Are you repurposing some of the slider makeup? I did. Re- I did repurpose hell glazer. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm dressed as death from the seventh seal. Uh, and uh, good news for you, Julie, each episode, we're going to be dressing up as characters from the movies we were discussing. So this is the last time uh, until we okay. do, I guess, Bill and Ted's uh, bogus journey. I won't be uh, mm-hmm. have, have any need to, to pull that. Uh, that outfit I don't want to see you again. like, Charlie Chaplin next week or you know what other things that you would need black and white makeup to do no yeah no we're, we're gonna try to have some variety some a lot of different looks um so this you know, the was scream mask I don't want to see yeah. you put the scream mask on no. your face with this hell glazer makeup and what, what, what what's Joe doing wearing a bass pro shop hat you think that's historically inaccurate in terms of like Bernie Lomax and yes I know the character's full name I love that movie I love Weekend of Bernie. We loved it too. Spoiler alert. We we we. It's uh, such a great yeah. movie. It's so funny. Yeah. That scene with Jonathan Richmond and his dad. Not Jonathan Richmond. <laughs> Jonathan Richmond is. <laughs> Andrew so McCarthy's Jonathan- like. We got to get Richmond. rid of this body. What are we gonna do with Bernie? Says like. I thought we could, like, put the body on the beach. Hide them on the hey, beach. Little, hey, little seagull. Wait, hey, this, little do, birdie, little seagull, gonna help yeah. me hide the body of Bernie. <laughs> A birdie's gonna help me hide Bernie's body. So, Jonathan Silverman. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six. Dead body, dead body. It's the body of Bernie. Oh, that guy. It's a birdie. <laughs> so, so, I just wanted to tell you, Brett. Yes. And Tom and yeah, the people yeah. listening that that yeah. scene with Jonathan Silverman and his dad, that dad is the director of the movie. Oh, my gosh. That uh, dad is so funny. He goes, I'll turn you out or whatever he says. That guy has an incredible filmography, too. He, he directed yeah. Wake and Fright, that uh, Australian. That it's like an Australian kind of exploitation film. Uh, very like New Beverly, like, you know, kind of grind, okay. ha- grindhouse sort of thing. He directed the first Rambo movie. He directed the original Fun with Dick and Jane. Really wild uh, career. So, yeah. George Siegel. Yeah. And... Who is he? Who's also in Fun and Dick and Jane? Jane, Jane, Jane Fonda. Fonda. Jane Fonda. Yeah. George like, Siegel. Is and Jane, Jane Fonda, Fonda a stupid thing to say because it's called Fun with Dick and Jane, but. The, one of the great things about this show is I I hear myself saying about to say something stupid and I say it anyway. Oh, uh, that's I, I do that five hundred times an episode. Yeah, I feel like Brett will put a counter up one day yeah. and I'll <laughs> have to jump off a building. So, so you're both going to wear costumes on every episode. That's right. Uh, but we do not. It's it is. Uh, ex- I mean, it's a double threat exclusive. It's also a, a Forever Dog Plus exclusive because we never mention in the episodes that we're dressed in costumes. So if you're listening to it, you would never know. Uh, but if you're a Plus subscriber, you get you get to see the costumes every week. Yeah. Okay. 
That's a note I have is that you should mention it. Okay, all right. Because that's a lot of effort to not mention. I would, yeah. If I were wearing costumes like this, I would mention them constantly. Yeah. Because then also you get people to up, you know, you you upsell them. I'm with right, Julie mention the on costumes. this. Okay. Mention the thing and bring people to the plus. Right. Not just like have a podcast where you make obscure references and do inside joke with your friends for like yeah. three hours. So we were in we were in costume. We never told anybody. That would be what? Yeah. What are you doing? Change change that. Okay. Sell mention it. the costumes. Sell, sell, sell the costumes. Okay. And if you want to see what costumes we're wearing this week, you gotta come over to Forever Dog Plus and check it out. Oh, that's great. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Something say like that, that verbatim. Yeah. Because Best these costumes forward. are great. They're not half assed. The, no. These are so funny mm. and so crazy. The if you put all the effort into has... this, makeup, I mean, come on. The Bass Pro Shop hat's a little half-assed. Tom doesn't like the Bass Pro Shop hat. I agree. I think you what could was he find buying? something Some ammo? generic. Well, and and I mean, Bernie's a real high roller too. So I was a little, I was a little, yeah, I was a little uh, underwhelmed by by Joe's costume. Yeah, I did like that he got the wind, like the sort of blue style windbreaker uh, that Bernie's always wearing. Fabulous. Um, uh, but other than that, it's a little undercooked. Do you guys think that I know the name of the actor who played Bernie? It's, it's Terry Kaiser. Terry Kaiser! <laughs> I knew that. Who is yeah. incredible. I was blown away by it. I, I loved Terry Kaiser's performance. I love Terry Kaiser. I love the gal who plays the mob girlfriend who incredible. goes and fucks him and then comes out scatting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's, like, <clears throat> She's like Lady Miss Keir in no, we- Delight. Do you think there's any chance... Is Terry Kaiser, does he, do you think he has a, is he dead, Terry Kaiser? He's dead. He's dead. Yes. Was he worried? I killed him. Did he make arrangements to make sure no one would weaken at Bernie? Him? <laughs> With kindness. I think he probably made arrangements that everyone would. That seems to me like the, the, po, the like the victory lap. Mm-hmm. Right? That that's what happens to you? Absolutely. Well, I mean, why not revive your greatest role? Don't do it. Or, or do you think With, he was terrified? Or he was. Uh, I don't I, think I he was see terrified. I'm sure he. Because he came back for the sequel. Yeah. And he's great in this. I agree. He's completely great in this. But let's stop talking about the movie. Let's start talking about oh, the right, podcast right, right, right. more. Let's uh, go into the. Let's. Let's let's roll. Let's keep going. Pressing ahead, Tom. What do you think? Yeah, let's press ahead. All right, here we, we go. Didn't like as much. It's going to go in the trash cannon, and we're not allowed to watch it uh, ever again for the rest of our lives. Welcome to Weekend at Bergman's. My name is Brett Paul. I'm seated across from my co-host Joe Cilio. Joe, that was the first time you've heard our theme song. What'd you think of it? I think it was a complete total waste of time and money. <laughs> and I think you could use your labor time to more suitable purposes at the company. I was shocked okay. by that. Uh, I think it, I mean, the goal of it was to lay out the premise of the podcast. What money yeah. was wasted on that? you effectively did that? The costumes? No, I, the I, costumes I, I host one. the podcast. And well, no, the song, he's just, just blasting him on the song. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's just blasting him on the song. Time you have to pay money. Linda Ron, because I hear her voice. Yeah, you I didn't think get a karaoke track, Brett. That's I heard Linda. Yeah, he well he he uh, proceeds to blast me on that if we want to keep going. No, I, 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 I host <laughs> yeah. the podcast. And yeah. I'm a bit more confused than I was before. But I have an explanation. Well, you'll see. Okay. Um, well, I can uh, certainly <laughs> tweak it for next time. Uh, I don't know any specific notes. Anything I should work on? Well, you know, next time just get a goddamn fucking karaoke track. I could actually <laughs> hear the song, the Stone Pony's song, under you singing over it. You didn't even rip the. 
the track. I think it was shoddy work. And what's really sad is all week you've been telling me how excited you are. And all week you've been telling me how hard you've been working on it, uh, driving around in your car, just singing yep. over the stone. And now Brent looks tra- like tra- changing different Look at <laughs> the least lyrics. The, the you know tenth, fifteenth version of it. Um, well, I mean, look, this is this is an issue we might run into on this show. Uh, Joe and I uh, are, are co-founders of, of the Forever Dog Podcast Network, uh, but Joe doesn't really get he doesn't get in the weeds with the engineering and the post production and whatnot. Uh, I was going to replace it in post production with a karaoke track. And what uh, I need to hear the voice. I don't have a good uh, I don't have a good ear, so I need to hear Linda Ronstadt singing it in order to stay on on key. And I was going to go replace it with a karaoke track. I assume that would have been self-evident. Uh, but now I guess I just have to keep in the fucking track with the vocals on it. Oh, my and it God. Sound, uh, uh, you know, not great. But, uh, we might need a plan B uh, here, Julie, going forward. I don't know think Forever Dog is long for this world if this is the dynamic. We're just going to come one time. It'll be Joe here. And Joe will be, hey, why don't you meet uh, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Me, who's Eric? Yeah, he's Your gonna he's Eric. gonna produce Double Threat now. What? What happened to Brett? Yeah, Brett doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> like, we fought too much. We we we, we were watching. <laughs> we were my... watching. We were too busy watching Wages of Fear and Alvin and Chipmunks, <laughs> and we got in a fist fight. <laughs> office and like the restroom door is closed and locked and you're just sort of waiting outside of it and then you hear like shut your fucking mouth it's it's like brett dunking joe's head in the toilet every time you tell me i worked hard on that theme you tell me the thing you could i want to hear your theme Oh, so, your theme. I'm going to go ahead and turn this into a note, a constructive great. note, which yeah, is that great. you guys might want to resolve whatever you're fighting about before you get on <laughs> yeah, the mic because yeah. it okay. might cause like some tension to people listening who mm-hmm. maybe don't want to hear two people like yeah. fighting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Might, or it, it won't be long. I'll, I'll show up at the office. So <laughs> Phil Towel will be here. He'll be, yeah, I'm here uh, helping. Work out the difficulty uh, between the <laughs> Joe and Brett, trying to help them. They're trying to work on a new episode. Uh huh. And they're screaming at each other. I'm here to try to <laughs> so, yeah. fix their work Either relationship. Resolve, resolve your issues yeah. before the show, or bring in some sort of counselor to, okay. you know, yeah. just like diffuse the situation when it gets too heated mm-hmm. yeah probably gonna have to go that second route uh, we've yeah. known each other for a long time so these these rivers run deep uh in okay. terms of that stuff so we'll probably have to go that second route yeah um i don't see eric in here your replacement eric's uh, and look of course we all love brett brett was amazing <laughs> brett did such a great job it's amazing can we think, truly replace yeah. brett no but Eric is great too. Just give him a chance. So Joe was on last week. Brett's not laughing at all. But Eric. <laughs> well, look, I've told I. I mean, one one of my insurance policies here is, is I've told Joe. I said if you kick me out, Tom and Julie are coming with me. Is what I've. So when I don't did know if you that's say a, that to him. Well, I don't when know. When you I, signed us. Yeah. Yeah. I said. I said. You know. Uh, Brett, you that, have to talk to us before you say things like that to people. Wait, are we Rod Tilwell all of a sudden. 
Jerry Maguire, right? Okay, here we go. Rod Tilwell. Yes, I know. I'm back on board. I know this reference. Let's go. Let's go. We're the on. only one. Brett's like, who's no. coming with me? Yep. And I'll be Renee Zellweger. Uh, I'll leave. I was going to say, I would be Renee Zellweger, but you be Renee Zellweger. No, you'd be oh. Rod Tilwell. I'll be Rod Til- Til- Tilwell. I'll say, show me the money, right? Yep. And then Brett will show me his payout money yeah. that, that Joe gave him when he hired yeah. Eric. Yeah. I know what you guys are thinking, that I'm just going to flip out. <laughs> is that good? Uh, that is yeah, pretty good. Okay, yeah, it's right, it yeah, great. All right. Let's hear more of this podcast. Why don't we? This is a podcast with a premise. We should start there. You can't call us a podcast without a premise. We have no, a very specific premise. That's right. And if you think that I I didn't do a good job of it in the theme song, why don't you do, you take a swing at it? What's the what's the damn premise of this podcast? What are we doing here? Well, I mean, we are watching two films a week. One I said that in the theme is an art house classic, <laughs> and one is a popcorn bloodbath classic. You're reciting yeah. the theme song. Brett, hold on. Pause this. Yeah, you Here's asked him my, the question. Here, you I was actually mad. Go. I was actually yeah. mad. Yeah, that was. <sighs> yeah, you. Brett, this is what Brett did to Joe. Mm. And look, I'm not rooting for Brett or Joe on this one. Mm. I don't have a. I don't have a, a horse in this race. Right. But he goes. Brett goes. Won't you tell us what the po- the theme of the podcast is? And then Joe starts to do it, and Brett goes, "It was in the theme. Why are you? <laughs> I put it in a theme song." You have don't some, ask him the question. Well, to be fair, he said the theme song wasn't sp- specific enough. And then I know, but you brought it back twice. And that's the issue is that, like, yeah. if you're going to bring something back, do it. You did it. Tw- and you said, let's move on. But you did that in a very hostile way, which was yeah. you didn't like what I did. You try yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And then as I'll- Joe was moving on, you wouldn't let it go. I'm also not nuts about the framing of these shots here, the the bleed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, or the, you got some OTS going on here that I don't think is very, uh, this is not, this is not, we're not trying to dirty up the corners here with some over the shoulder action. Hmm. Clean the frames up a hmm. little bit. Okay. I like okay. that the iPads are set up so you know that they're prepared. I'll say that. I have a comment I like that. for that. I don't need to see Brett's laptop in Joe's shot hmm. or Joe's Oh, I didn't even notice that. Brett's That's interesting. Shot. Look at Joe's eye. hand. Look at Joe's hand in the bottom left of Brett's shot. Yeah, I don't like that either. I, don't I, that. I like Tight, the, the, the angles okay. of their mics. I like how nicely yeah. that lines up. The symmetry of that is really nice. But let's get some clean singles going here, right? Yeah. Okay. Agreed. All right. Tighten up the frame. All right. This is very helpful, by the way. Thank you very Good. much. Good. But most of all, this is about your anger and the conflict that you guys need to, you know, keep like protect uh, listeners from especially if the show is going to be so contentious the way it is yeah you you you, 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 like do you see uh, do you see uh uh shannon sharp bleeding into skip bayless's screen Mm. no 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 singles never okay okay all right clean singles clean singles clean singles that's like think of the craft american cheese they're all in their own individual little Mm -hmm. plastic homes they are yeah yeah And if anybody's looking for love, they should try the Clean Singles app. It's uh, (laughs) very, it's very good. That's how you can you meet people Mm -hmm. that are clean that will not have sex with you no matter what because they're clean. We talk it out. We decide together which of these movies is going into the canon. But here is the caveat. Here's the important differentiator. It's not just some fake choice. We can never watch the other film ever again as long as we live. 
it's it. This is our last time. So we're going to leave this room today. We're going to leave this podcast today. And forevermore, we will never again see for the rest of our lives. The seventh seal. Bergman's the seventh seal or the comedy classic weekend at Bergman's. Look, you can, I'll say this right now. I'm not even on this show and I ain't watching seventh seal ever again in my life. Right. I ain't even on the show and it's going in my canon. Watch some weird dude play checkers in the wherever that was. What are they? The, the, I will say, I'm again, I'm going to be the, the, the sugar, the sugar parent here, which is, I like that you put stakes into the premise. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted high stakes. You know, there's a lot of movie podcasts out there. We wanted some sort of, you know, something sort of dangerous about it. Cause this is, you know, now, I mean, you say that, Tom. Uh, I mean, listener, you'll have to listen to the episode to see which which uh, film we're never allowed to watch again. Uh, but y- y- you think that's no big deal, and then you start to w- wrestle with the realities of it. There is one of these two movies that is now off of my. I can never. I can. Fi- I can never watch it again. Contractually, I can never watch it again. And that's a that does something to you psychologically. It's it's a very weird state of mind now to be in. It makes you want it more. Yeah. Now suddenly you're like, oh man, I sure wish I could throw on Seventh Seal. Seventh Seal. You have to wait and you have to listen to the episode to find out which 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 one yeah. we put in the trash. I already cannon. know what it is. It's kind of like the thing with Jerry Lewis, where it's like mm. this guy made 99 awful movies that are available at any time. You could go put 99 of those movies you watch at your disposal, and you never will. But what's the one that everybody wants to watch? Um. Day the clown cried. The day the clown cried. The the Holocaust comedy. The one where they're like, no, you can't see this one. Right. It's, uh, you talk about a thing getting people to actually say, I'd like to see that Jerry Lewis movie, please. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you want to watch? Uh, you want to watch the, uh, the, the bus Patsy? Boy? The bus boy. The bus boy. Uh, uh, did, did whatever. Did dipshits on parade. Whatever the thing he's <laughs> doing. Whatever these movies he does are. You want to watch those? I can put that on. Nah, it's all right. I want to watch the one that they won't show me. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. All right. And I was even, we, we, we later we wrestle with the reality of, you know, uh, what if, what if uh, my son Sandy becomes up, he grows up, become, becomes a, a, a Bergman fan and he wants to watch, you know, have a father son viewing of the seven seal. Oh, oh shit. I got kind of gave it away there. Yeah. Uh, theoretically. Yeah. So that's like, and then that's off the table, you know? Um, so, um, you know, it's off the table is that chessboard when the seagulls come. Yeah. And you know, you know, it is also not off the table is your dumb laptops bleeding into each other's <laughs> shots and that cord and that loop de loop. Those are definitely not off the table. Trying me nuts. Let's keep going. Okay. Bernie's. Uh, thank you. Uh, so, I mean, and we're fine with that. Are we comfortable with that? I mean, no one's making us no. do that. Um, we, we it was a self-imposed. Here, 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 here's what it is. Okay, life's too short to go back in thirty years. I can't be like, you know what? Did I love that? Did I not like that? I think yeah. I like that movie. There's so many movies. There's so much content. There's so many things, and we have to get serious about what what's in, what's out. And I'm actually really happy we're doing this, Brett. And I'm really yeah, happy you invited me point. on this podcast. And here's why. <laughs> I see Joe's I hand now. It's distracting. Yeah, it's but terrible. I'm, but I'm Look at that hand. Man, we all came out of this. <laughs> His pandemic. hand's going into Brett's shot. <laughs> right, folks? Yeah. And you think it's you're like so like, well, I used to love from that Adam's movie. family. Yeah. But now so, it's yeah, like. This thing from Adam's family running around the Forever Dog offices. That's how I feel about every single thing I watched until 
November 2021, and I'm excited for a fresh slate with a with a trusted friend. Yeah, hey, I'm, yeah, hey yeah. The, the things that I said about the theme song. Oh, now I, they're gonna I, make up. No, I stand by. Okay. Oh no. Okay, so I not. thought you were about to retract. No, 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 no. no. Okay. I stand by that. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was about to retract that, and then he doubled down. So that was. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah that was a real gut punch. <laughs> this right is there. like Look scenes Brett's from a marriage. Face. Look at Brett's face. It's a real gut punch. I know, he, he looks so he, sad. So Brett doesn't Caesar Romero his mustache? No, no, that's the other. If you don't know this joke. about Brett, yeah, we learned this at the yeah. the last live stream, which is that yeah. Brett puts white makeup everywhere except for on his mustache, and yeah. it makes his facial expressions yeah. bigger on the screen. So he's frowning, and his mustache is like really, really defining that for us. No, Brett, Brett, Brett is wearing white. Makeup that he clearly misses doubt fired himself. <laughs> he probably went into Costco and went up with a sheet cake. Dipped his, dipped his face into a. a Hello. You know, the... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Weekend at Bergman's. Help is on the way, dear. Okay. Keep going. Um, my and my only note, by the way, is when you like come around to this premise and the stakes you don't need to unpack it as much got it okay less unpacking yeah of of the stakes specifically just say like these are the rules you don't need to say why just got it yeah good but you're my trusted friend and i'm very excited to go on this journey with you i do trust your taste i trust your taste in movies i know you are uh, to be i know (laughs) you to be a smart gentleman who i like and trust like and trust <laughs> who i like and trust okay, this- okay here's Brett's my next note even- joe like- shouldn't be high for this anymore yeah, yeah. joe needs to ease up on the uh, party <laughs> the favors joe should be Joe is so clearly high. Now it makes sense. All this stuff about like him taking his sunglasses off and putting it back yeah. on and like yeah, being really stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a little behind the scenes here. One of us spent the entire week putting together all this research. Uh, oh, no. Setting up don't the structure. Rec- and then one, don't of, one of us. We don't want to be on any side. No, one of us just rolled us. up in the studio. No, we don't want. We, I don't care. I don't care, on. Brett. We Brett? don't have slow horses in this race. I didn't say which friend. one was which. I didn't say Brett? which one was which. Okay, I don't well. care. I want the pro- We're here to talk about the product. The show, the collaborate because it's like the, you, yes, there are two of you, but the the third thing is the two of you. You well, know what I mean? Yeah, well, if you're if we're talking about the product, you're talking to the right one of the two of well, us. Well, to go back to That's not what you say. The- That's not what you have to. <clears throat> we talked about passing the buck before and then uh, 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 com mentioned uh, Daniel Roebuck. Well, I'm going to say another <laughs> thing, Brett, here. I like hamburgers. I don't care how they're made. Yeah. Like exactly. Helen Kushnick said. Like Helen Kushnick said. Kathy Bates is Helen Kushnick said. You like hamburgers, but you don't want to know how this. You don't want to know how the the burgers or whatever it was. Yeah, the, whatever it was. Brett, you you and Joe could be Greco re- Roman wrestling before the show. I don't care. Well, actually, I would care about that. That actually <laughs> be would amazing. be incredible. And I would like to know everything about that. <laughs> That's our next note is <laughs> then, you two. If you are okay, going to fight, yeah, yeah. get physical. Yeah. yeah. We have video. Come on. Give us like, what is it? Forever dog wrestling. We discussed last week. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good idea. Okay. The yeah, Forever yeah, dog yeah. wrestling network. Yeah. Um, Either make up or if there's tension, lean into it. And start hitting each other. And, and let me ask you a question here. Yeah, exactly. 
either go all the way in and you guys start slapping each other around or keep that side to yourself. We just want, we want to know that you two were having fun with our two friends, Brett and Joe. Okay. Okay. Look, do you think Julie doesn't like me? Do you think Tom and I really get along? No. We do it for the, we do it for the, for the the show. One time I saw Julie looking at her phone. She was scrolling through <laughs> text and I could see she was reading a text that I had just sent her. Uh-huh. Do you know what name she has me under on her phone? <laughs> it's just, it was a giant S on Dip it. Dipshits on parade. It's, it's stupid. It's just, it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> When I I'm, not even com- I'm not even comfortable with this this line of joking. Well, no, me neither. I don't like. This I'm not at all. comfortable. It actually with hurts this my feelings because I'm saying I'm it and not. I'm getting sad. It's not. True I'm getting at all. sad. I, yeah. I'm feeling like like Brett is looking in this video. <laughs> yeah. No, but well, but what if I do? If because like I, I came in with the theme song, I thought he's gonna love this. He's gonna have. You I have mean, to stop count. You have to stop keeping yeah. score. You're not here. Took me off guard. I was, Brett, you. You be the best Brett you can be. Okay. Okay. If it, and that will be that will be what gets you through. Right. Be the be, be the bigger. And I'm not saying whatever. Just work this shit out. Conflict wise yeah. is the big okay. headline note. Okay. Okay. Got it. And one other piece of advice I'm going to give here. This might be a long term one. You you got to. Uh, Think about seven months from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sandy's starting to is teething. He's crabby, screaming all the time. Um, you got all these shows going. All this stuff is going on. Real life is take. And now you find yourself driving all over Los Angeles looking for so that you can dress up like. Uh, so that you could dress up like like uh, Medea. You're driving all over looking for, uh, or you're trying to dress like Ernest goes to camp. Mm-hmm. You're looking yeah. for an Ernest costume. Just make sure you find your comfort level with the costume portion mm-hmm. of the show. Okay. The show is the show. The costumes complement the show. Okay, so don't the costumes can't be the show. The costumes aren't the show; they complement the show. Okay, but mention them on the show. Mention them on the show. Yes, okay. mention okay. them on the show, but also remember, don't don't get to the point where you're like, "Well, I spent all week looking yeah. for that yeah. stupid Ernest costume. I didn't even have time to watch the movie." Mm-hmm. It's very good advice because it is in my head. I don't really even think. Like next week's episode, all I'm thinking about is the costume right now. I don't even, I haven't really even watched the movies yet. Um, and what is next pro- week's episode? Oh, great. So, yeah, if you tune into Weekend at Bergman's next week, uh, we're going to watch uh, uh, In the Mood for Love, uh, Wong Carway's In the Mood for Love uh, yes. from the Art House. And then we're going to watch uh, uh, She's Out of Your League. She's Out of My League. Mm-hmm. She's Out of My League. Um, two movies about uh, uh, love and longing. Is that Amy Dolan's? Uh, She's Out of My League is a 2010 movie with uh, Jay Baruchel. Patrick Dempsey? Uh, Jay Baruchel and uh, uh, Alice and- Eve. Oh, I'm thinking, what yeah. am I thinking of? Thinking You're of the thinking other of the, the another teen comedy from the... From the 80s. From my, from my era. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you going to have a... Costume closet at Forever Dog. It's. I'm thinking of Can't Buy Me Love. Can you imagine um, how uh, soon before uh, these costumes are everywhere? I've always wanted to have a costume closet. Uh, well, so you're. This, go- yeah. You're. You. I'm. 
because you can't just throw these and then like burn them and you no. can't return them. Yeah. No. You can't wear them and, you know, anyway, just Jesse something Brett to keep in walking mind. around in a Samuel L. Jackson Pulp Fiction wig. <laughs> do you want to move forward in the episode? Oh, sure. Yeah. Let's what get... do you think, Julie? Yes, please. All right. Let's get into some uh, film criticism here. Um, Rather than some each other criticism. Yeah. Okay. So now you're watching Seventh Seal. Yeah. And you're... Okay. Uh, so, so this is about Seven Seal. Let's see what we're saying here. But it's one of those movies you're watching and in your head. You're like, I understand that this is good. Mm-hmm. Is it, it? You know, it's older and overwrought. But you asked me what the good things are, so I'll get right down to them. Let's we'll start with good. Let's start with this. It's a movie about plays. I love a movie about plays. Noise is off. Hamlet two. The goings ons of of the behind the scenes worlds. The waiting for Guffman. Some might say, I love those kinds of movies. And this is about putting on a play. Right at the end, you know, this is like doing Mm, Henry V in the bunker as the gosh darn blitz is soaring overhead in 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 defiance of death. Theater kids continue to inappropriately have sex with each other and put on shitty, mediocre plays to angry audiences. Why would he say gosh darn at one point? Why why did he say gosh darn? I guess with a toilet mouth uh, like I've never heard before. Drop the F-bomb 30 seconds in the second you finish the song. He's cursing up a storm. Now he's saying this. He gosh sounded darn. like Frank Booth. Yeah. He sounded like Frank Booth on acid. That's how, you know, that's how Bill Maher used to describe politically incorrect in the 90s. He'd be like, it's like the McLaughlin group on acid. I was like, I wish I was watching Charles McLaughlin take LSD. Yeah. That's not like, you know, Penn Jillette and Ann Coulter, you know, sitting across from each other. Anyway, <laughs> Penn Jillette and Ann Coulter. Yeah. Did I die and go to hell? <laughs> All right, here we go. So I love that. Well, and speaking of that, the, the origin of the seven seals. Oh, appreciate it if you cannot breathe. That's a that's the property of for, of uh, double threat. You uh, can't do that. Speaking, Brett, you uh, have to come up with something yeah, new to of, do in this. Yeah. You can't. Letterman went to uh, uh, CBS. It, he didn't call it viewer mail anymore. He called it the CBS mailbag. Yeah. And it wasn't Larry Bud Melman anymore. Calvert DeForest. So you've got to come up with a new thing besides speaking of this. Yeah. Here's that. So that because I, I thought that was mine, but you're saying that's proprietary no! to Double Threat. Nobody it's knew you ours. did that. Nobody knew. Oh, here comes old. Speaking of the ten year old, where you do the magic, doing the magic tricks at McDonald's. You were saying, speaking of speaking of close magic. I don't know. I got to push back. I think that's all mine. I think I brought that no. as a hand a hand no, wrapped we'll see gift. You in court then. You know what? You can believe that. Just sign the checks. Because we are owed, what would you say, Tom, 90% of that? Yeah. 95? 95. How about 85-15? No. We want 95% of something. Yeah. We don't know what the money is because Joe Mm -hmm. mentioned money and we're curious about that and we'll discuss that off the air. All right. Yeah, that's not yours. Okay. Right. Look, <laughs> even if it's not uh, if it's not ours, it's certainly it's not, not the property of Weekend at Bergman's. 
What if I do a little twist on it? What if I do uh, like schmeeking of? No, why don't you no. say to follow that point through? To follow that point through. Yeah. That feels too in addition, stuffy. Okay. In addition. You, you come, listen, come back with other pitches. Yeah. But no, you can't do schmeeking of. Schmeeking of. I mean, you guys said you were going to be unbiased critics of this. Now I feel like there's a little bit of a... It's not bias. These are it's not bias. Shmias. It's Schmias. Ingmar Bergman was was teaching at a theater school, uh, and he was trying to come up with a play mm-hmm. that had a lot of monologues, a play that was sort of where every uh, a student in his class could have their own moment, could have a monologue. Mm-hmm. I have a note. Uh, this, is instead of just finding this is boring. This is boring as shit. You're discussing a boring movie. You have to yeah. be less boring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And, and this is not... Uh, that, don't take this personally, but like when you're talking about a boring movie, you gotta be like, ba ba ba. Now yeah. let's talk about the stupid one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to make sure that you're not the the what's boring about the movie is not. Yeah, you know, these, coloring the, the, these the, the two, thing. I have a feeling, Julie. These two guys, they don't want people thinking that they're dumb, and they're trying. Right. They're that's when they're going to try to f- start flashing their bona fides around yes. it. Brah, I went to this school and I'm smart. Oh yeah, well right. I went to this school and I'm smart too. That's what mm-hmm. they're do. That's they're in this portion of things now because they know everybody's saying like you guys like Weekend at Bernie's more than you liked uh, Seventh, Seventh Seal. Seal. So they're trying to show no, no, no. We like so. We're so smart. that's something Tom and I can teach you by example is never be afraid of of being as stupid as you yeah. secretly or not so secretly not. are. Yeah. Yeah. You, you look. You're not fooling anybody. Nobody's thinking it's two eggheads here talking about thing. You're you're one of his dressed and <laughs> one of no has one. white face paint all over. And the other one's wearing a Bass Pro shop hat <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a lay. Like is he wearing a lay, like a a flower necklace? A lay? You mean like I was last week? Yeah. I was gonna say I I want to make sure I'm getting the pronunciation correctly. I would ask my esteemed colleague, Mr. Yes. Tom Sharp. Well, on the mainland, okay. you you all refer to them as. Lays. Is he wearing and that? That or is no? also what we refer to them. Fine. In Hawaii. Okay. So no research whatsoever because I did a, I did a, oh, about six hours of research for this. I'm episode. not saying don't do research. I don't care what the process is going up to the thing. I just want to make sure that you are separate from the boringness of whatever boring movie you might have to describe yeah. well so let's say i want to tell a background anecdote about uh the seventh seal i mean how do i how do i jazz it, how do i jazz keep it, it up fast keep, okay. it, keep, keep it, it fast snappy. and maybe do maybe do a funny voice yeah do a funny voice or in post modulate it so it sounds like a funny a funny uh, okay. voice yes. okay that's yes like Later. alvin yeah. and the chipmunks squeak yeah. it up a little bit yeah do a robot filter yeah Daft Punk it up. Aft, add boyoyoings. Look at how sad Brett <laughs> looks in that freeze frame. <laughs> he looks just so. Be less, yes, be less so sad also sad. in general. Yeah. I, I, maybe, I, maybe smoke with whatever, have some of whatever Joe is having. Yeah. Have half of what Joe's having. Yeah. 
it was a shock to see this footage afterwards because I felt I felt I minus that intro. I, I, I felt pretty good during this recording. I felt like I was having a good time. And then mm-hmm. I did look at this footage and it's very I don't know if that's just a result of the makeup or what, but uh, uh, I do look more or less miserable this entire uh, this entire uh, episode. Um, You're not doing yourself any favors by having the big Lebowski type milk smear on that mustache. Like, like, go all the go all all in or all out with that. Yeah. Either just yeah, have yeah. the must. And I know white face paint is not a recurring theme on the show. Although you'll have to prove me wrong. But um, try to try to tighten that up. I feel like you're at the you're at the Ralph's buying a carton of milk in the beginning of Big Lebowski. There's a dude. His name's Brett Boehm. And there's sometimes a dude is the dude for the times. Sometimes there's a Western made by Jane Campion that's a little gay. Yeah. I know a lot of these Hollywood people. I love that. A lot of these Hollywood people. All right, let's see. All right, let's I'm gonna get zoom to the it. weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, part. I'm gonna zoom ahead to the Bernie's. Um, what are you holding up in that? Oh, right? I, are you holding uh, up your phone. Joe does. Yeah, Joe does sixty second recaps. Uh, here we go. Okay, he's the best in this movie. So guys. go ahead uh, and summarize, Joe. Summarize weekend at Bernie's for me in sixty seconds or less. Let me get the clock up. I didn't tell you we were gonna do this. No, you did. We're gonna do this for every movie. All right, that's uh, a note. Tell him in advance. Uh, weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, okay, have uh, a pre-production and starting now. Two men who are working at like a big business insurance, they find a discrepancy in the in the numbers and they run it up the ladder to their boss and they say to him. Also, Brett, hey, if you're timing him, million... don't glare at him holding the, yeah. the like no. timer up like you're mad at him and you want him to finish. Yeah, no, this is Brett giving it back to Brett. One of the things you'll notice. Yeah. And this that you don't have to do this. Yeah. You, you, you already took speaking of from double threat and dragged it over to week man, weekend at Bergman's. But just realize one of the things that's appealing about double threat. Mm-hmm. I love Julie. Yeah. I love Tom. And that's, what's appealing. We're friends. We're friends. Yeah, I'm not you saying can't you, fa- you can't fake it. And I mean, is the whole thing going to be with this thing? Like we don't like each other. We, or, didn't, we didn't plan did, it that way, does, but it just sort of happened naturally. But here, here's my question also, Brett. Do you ever get past the song thing being a point of conflict in this? Oh, he's not past it right now. <laughs> he's mad about it today. It doesn't come up again in the episode, but it was certainly on my mind for the for, for most of the recording. Um, on a scale bad. of one to ten today. Yeah. How irked are you about that theme? Nine. A nine. Oh, no, no, that, that's, that's way also too high. It's right in front of you that we're making you yeah. rewatch it, right? Or is that, or is that not the case? Yeah, I mean, ask me again in another minute. It'll probably be nine point five. It's been going up in my head. <laughs> it's been going up in my head like a like a thermostat. You know, at what um, point? At what point was it when Joe shook his head that you could see? At one point, I looked over and you can see me. I tried to like, I was like, oh, maybe I'm not doing it well enough. So, so I, I tried to amp it up, and then I looked over, and that made him even more, uh, you know, more kind of detached from yeah. it. And so I was like, oh, it's not, it's not the energy I'm putting into it. It's the whole concept of this thing uh, that. So, uh, and but then I'm in it. You know, you can't get out of it. So then, you know, I just had to finish it up and. Uh, um yeah so it's it, it kind of you know i was expecting because he's right i was practicing this all week 
wrote a couple different versions of it. Um, I, I am going to continue to tweak it though. Um, because okay. I, uh, you That's know, your business. I like it the way it is. It's fine. The song's great. You know, I, I don't understand why there's such a point of contention. But yeah, I don't get it either. I, I don't know I why really Joe don't. Be so I really mad don't get it. it. Well, thank you. Yeah, so I don't know why it. either. It's, it's, you know, I think it's a, it's, it's a fun way to begin the show, and I will begin the show by doing it live uh, every week, um, whether he likes it or not. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think that's a good idea. And here's why. Well, yeah. <laughs> because he's going to react, and you're going to be looking at him reacting. And that's going to every show is going to start with poison between the two of you. If you sing it live to him. Mm -hmm. He's getting mad at us, Tom. Tom, you notice that he's beginning to be like the Brett from the video. Yeah, here it goes. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm, a calm, I'm as calm as can be. I'm not mad. I'm feeling great. <laughs> I'm feeling freaking fantastic right now. I'm happy. I'm happy as can be. I'm not mad. This guy's mad. He's so he's, mad. He's so mad right now. He's so mad at Joe. He's mad at us. He's mad. He's mad at everybody. He's mad at Terry Kaiser because Joe looks like Terry Kaiser now, and that's making him hate Jer- Terry Kaiser. He's mad. He can't watch the Seven Seal again. Yeah. He's mad that his little fantasy amusement park that that roller coaster <laughs> that loop the loop ain't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> He's mad that Joe's hand was in the thing. It was like Senior Wences. <laughs> Senior Wences didn't have his hand on camera as, <laughs> as definitively as Joe just had his hand on camera. <laughs> <laughs> that was the great thing about Senior Wences yeah. is it wasn't like what's his name Terry Fader who had that story about like checking his puppets and he <laughs> yeah, didn't the have any when he got the bag there. In the van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> senior, the senior Wences never had that issue because his hand he was attached his to hand. his body. Yeah. 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 What I was gonna pitch was that was that you know people they come to Double Threat for the for the friendship for this 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 um you know beautiful bond between two people uh over comedy and common interests and and a lifetime of being friends I uh, I mean what if on weekend at Bergman's we provide a, a, a an opposite experience to that no <laughs> no and then you got then you got Double Threat no. On Mondays, parents getting yeah, a divorce. Weekend of Bergman on Fridays. You get two sides of the of the Brett, coin. Figure out your issues with him and smooth them over. And if the song is a point of contention, get uh, yeah. rid of it. We're gonna have to walk say away. This. I'm gonna Brett, take a two year hiatus from the podcast. Then. I'm gonna say this, Brett. God bless you with the song. I loved it. Thank you. I'm gonna say I don't know if you're gonna want to be doing a three minute theme every week. Every episode, three minute, you're going to sing a three minute thing every week. I mean, it's got the whole premise in there, though. There's not a I wasted word. Be, I think it should be four minutes at least. Yeah. Make oh, it longer. longer. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, longer. I didn't understand the, the note. Okay, well, no, make no, it no, longer. No, I understand. Brett, I understand because my one of my, you know, one of my favorite shows is 
the Brady Bunch, and I loved when they sang it live each week. Uh, with each episode, they'd <laughs> sing the premise. They all got on the staircase the together. They'd all sing. Like Robert Reed would be, here's a story. Mm-hmm. Like they did. You can pre record the theme, Brett. You can pre record the theme. Something it will to think save about. you the 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 loaded gun. I mean, it's just we just conflict of sometimes avoiding conflict means putting your ego yeah. to the side for the yeah. sake of the the union. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, when they recorded "We Are the World," Brett, they had a sign hanging on the thing that said, "Check your egos at the door." Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really good note. I'm going to keep doing it live each episode, though. That, that's the one. Uh, uh, I think that's the one. I'm going to take a lot of these notes. That one, I don't know. There's something. Uh, I, I feel a weird kind of compulsion to just right. uh, keep doing it live. I understand, right. I understand okay. that. Uh, support, I support it. I support Diffusing, it. Thank you, Tom. You have to figure out a way to diffuse the <laughs> yeah. tension. Maybe I'll win him over. Way. Maybe I'll win him over. Maybe I'm just yeah. not doing it well enough. Maybe if I, I got to work on my you know vocals and uh, I, I, you why don't know. you hire a vocal teacher? That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Why don't you get on the table like Michelle Pfeiffer and the friggin' fabulous Baker Boys and sing yeah. it to him like that? Oh, that's a really good yeah. idea. Climb yeah. up on top of that old piano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. In mm-hmm. a, silk, yeah. a silky red dress. Mm-hmm. Give them like tickle under. Oh, men love when you tickle underneath their chin. As long as you go, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you pretend they have like a turkey gobbler. Yeah. Go. <laughs> All right, Brett, show us one clip of Weekend at Bernie's. And okay. then we are done. Speaking of turkeys, this one is done. All right, here we go. Let's find a Weekend at Bernie's. Moment. But isn't that comedy, folks? So I think that wait, that's wait, why I love that every that Philly accent that flies around. That's the worst thing I ever heard. It's being dragged by a speedboat. I mean, this corpse gets absolutely it, – it, it's, it's really, you know, a shame. I want to take you one step further. I agree with everything you said. I think with that as the premise, with that as the central joke, a very physical joke, a very visual joke. Very funny. I think I was – I was uh, – I'm just gonna say it. I, I was kind of blown away by Weekend at Bernie's. I okay. think I think it is a American psycho level yes. satire of the '80s Agreed. and of greed and excess and American capitalism and how um, literally everyone is just out for themselves. And it is much like the Seventh Seal. It's death is in the midst, mm-hmm. right? But in the Seventh Seal, everyone is is obsessed with death. Everyone is death is, is, is uh, haunts their every waking thought. Death is around every corner. Everyone's obsessed. Everyone it's there and people know it's there and they can't think about anything else. Right. And we can have Bernie's death is in your midst and nobody gives a shit. Nobody even knows it's there. Death is staring you in the face at all times. Bernie could not be more dead. He is a fucking corpse. He is out cold lights out very funny. fucking six feet under yeah. nothing happening in that body. Yeah. Right. Nobody knows. They talk to him. They interact with him. The, they the, the fucking toilet line. What, what was this? Uh, Copland. You cursing up, you doing your monologue here? Abel Ferrara. Yeah, this is Abel Ferrara. Abel Ferrara directed this episode of Weekend at Bergman's. What do you think about that that analysis, though? That was I a, love no, it. That was I a pretty good great. point, right? I, I no. love t- b- dig in. I yeah, I'm into it. 
I, I and I look. I'll give it away. I fucking loved Weekend at Bernie's. I well, thought it was great. Said, I thought it was great. Movie. Great movie. You it didn't great. give it away. You've said that. If yeah. The, I, yeah, I know. And you can tell it's yeah. a it's a fabulous movie. Not yeah. since so I've seen funny. Texas Chainsaw Massacre did I have such a uh, uh, an illuminating time at the movies. Mm-hmm. I, That's I was awesome. just blown away by how good mm-hmm. it was. No, this is look. I like the approach. I like when you're passionate about the stuff. Okay. okay. And when you're feeling it. That's when you go, and that's when you let a few cuss words slip through, right? Because you got the passion for yep. it, and you're trying you you're just yearning to express it and get it out, and maybe a, a a toilet word fits the the bill at that moment. It's just the loose cursing feels, yeah, feels a little. Uh, it feels like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna disempower those words you're very yeah that's true and you don't notice it till you hear it back and now yeah. hearing it back i'm a little embarrassed uh by how uh so Brent, obscene uh it was you let joe be the toilet bowl. okay you let oh joe that's a good the, point yeah let him be the dirty one let you be joe the, be, yeah. you be the clean one hang him hoist him by his own petard yeah make him look like the 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 buffoon I don't know if it's buffoonery. I think it's just let, you know, crass. Like, he's crass. Have him crass. Be, the, he's like low. every comedy duo. He's of low. You stock. need like. You need a, 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 a weirdo and a moron. Yeah, kind of. Which, which it's like, as I'm saying that I'm like, which what am I? Oh, I'm the moron, I or guess. But I'm then the maybe weirdo, I'm the I weirdo. I don't know. They're both. They that's both, what I mean. Yeah, but I get it. That's But here's the other thing. Tom, this is what I'm also going to say. As I'm saying it and I'm imparting information, I see us using us as examples and we can't do that. No, because we, we crack the code on the whole That's thing. what I'm saying is like yeah. you can't decide, oh, I'm Tom, I'm Julia. Let's do what they do. On t- you, you can't. It's impossible. You can't do it. Yeah. What are you going to say? Learn how to play instruments. Maybe you'll be like the Beatles. Yeah. You know what? I w- Thank you, Julie. I appreciate that. And uh Brett, think about the first time you started watching Mr. Show, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And David Cross came out, and he's dressed like a cool, cool fella. But then there was this other, and his thing popped immediately. You got who he was, right? But then you're like, who's this other guy? I don't, I don't exactly get him right off the bat. But then you watch a little bit, then you're like, oh, he might be my favorite one of the two of them, maybe. Yeah. He's at least they're they're definitely equal, but now I go back and forth on which one's my favorite. Maybe it's time for you to take a little page from the Bob Odenkirk yeah. book. Be be the acquired taste. Be the acquired taste because that lasts longer. I love that. That's a that's a great note. You're not you're not carrot top. You're not you're not a a novelty thing that pops immediately. You're you're here you're here for you're 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 legit. And when you talk about weekend at Bernie's, there that was a well constructed point of view. And it's it's exciting, and uh, we we love we love that. And and Joe seemed like he, look at him, Joe yeah, smiling. Yeah, look, look at that. Look, yeah, you want him yeah, over again because yeah. you're just being, uh, you're just being yourself, and you're in your, you know. You're in your excitement and in your positive, not positivity, mm-hmm. but passion. And then yeah. that's where the two of you meet. And that's yeah. glorious when okay. you meet in between, okay. in the okay. middle of that. Yeah. I see it. I see it. Yeah. So lean into your passion with it. Mm-hmm. Take your passion, make it happen, connect with your pal. Remember, 
You're watching movies with friends. Yeah, you're watching movies with friends. You're telling the audience about things that you liked, and yeah. you're trying to turn them on. What could be more fun? Yeah, yeah. So have fun with it. And if you're get, don't don't suddenly go play the egghead game. You're never going to win it. Mm, okay. You're never going to yeah. win. You're never going to yeah. out egghead the eggheads. So don't play their game. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I thought, yeah. This I had guy's some, going on. He's, yeah. thinks, he's, he makes everybody think he's Matt Solar Geist all of a sudden. He's going to talk all about. Solar Geist? Is that a movie? That's, that's like the worst horror movie. Yeah. So it's like a, they built a house with solar panels on a, on a, a graveyard. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was with Matt Solar sites underneath it. <laughs> I mean, you're not A.O. Scott, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Say that. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm not A.O. Scott. Say I'm not Matt Solar Geist. I'm not Matt Solar Geist. <laughs> I'm not even Emily Nussbaum. I'm. Yeah. I'm not even Emily Nussbaum. Say, I'm not even William Hughes. I'm not even William Hughes. I'm not even Howard Hughes. Not even Howard Hughes. Yeah. Say, I'm not RogerEbert.com. I'm not RogerEbert.com. I always hate when I see a thing where it's like, RogerEbert.com said they liked this thing. And then I look, I'm just like, well, he couldn't have liked it. He died before this person was even an act. I'm like, oh, the website. The brand, the brand, yeah, the brand baby. Roger Ebert's last words were like, let me be a brand. Yeah. Well, this was incredibly helpful. I mean, this is, I feel so uh, energized going into next week's uh, recording. Um, this, this was, this was truly insightful. Uh, I'm going to apply these lessons. Uh, weekend at Bergman's comes out on Fridays. If you want to check it out, you can, uh, subscribe on your podcast app. We'll be doing episodes every Friday. And if you got ideas for pairings, we should do, let me know on Twitter. Only on Twitter. If I come up with one, I have to tweet it to you. Oh no, you can, uh, any form of communication. I can't uh, walk access. it down the hall. Walk it down the hall. Sure. We'll chat about it. Did Joe like Weekend at Bernie's? He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was a uh, a resounding. We have not yet resolved what happens if we don't agree because uh, we did. Uh, oh, I have a feeling I know what happens. You go to that parking lot where you did that slide in yeah. and you key his car in front of him. Yeah, in front of him. And he takes out a gun and shoots the air out of your tires. Yeah, a lot of a lot of tire based uh, uh, problem resolution. At Forever Dog. I mean, we could wrestle. We could do the wrestling idea because uh, we, we we can only have one movie at the end that we both agree on. We're never going to watch for the rest of our lives. Uh, so if we don't agree, uh, maybe we we uh, I don't know. Yeah, have a wrestling ring. Um, that that idea could be useful. I've, I've kind of jotted that down as a possibility. Well, I love it. Congratulations! Thank you. On it is so funny and silly. That's the other thing. I would just say, be silly. Be yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy yeah. that. Well, and I, like I know that that's in the nature of your song, and I know that that's what you're sensitive about, but move past the song and just you know embody the spirit that you harness when you wrote it and performed it. Yeah. Put, that in, put that energy into the conversations with Joe. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great note. And I appreciate the egghead note as well, because our thing is we want to be just honest. We just want to have honest conversations about the movies, but here, personal but here's the thing about feelings. That. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, people know that you're not eggheads, but people also know you're not morons. Exactly. They they can, they can will already spot you that you're not a moron. Okay, good. Okay, like yeah. You're not, you do not have to convince people that you're not dumb. Sure, 
Joe's Philly trash. Yeah. You're <laughs> oh, Georgia no. trash. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. look, I'm yeah. Jersey trash. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's a compliment, yeah. Bugle, and, I you, eat, you, and I eat from the trash. And you eat from the trash. <laughs> Tom's having these beautiful pies on a, on a like, par- paradise island. Oh, my God. I'm thinking... Oh boy! If I early, if I order early enough in the day, will the Jersey Mike's be as soggy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think Jersey Mike's was on the island of Maui? Um, the way you ask, I think the answer is yes. It is a yes. <laughs> and what? And was it? <laughs> did they, is, was pineapple like part? Was one of the one of the toppings? I didn't go in. Is, I didn't go is in. Mike's way? That. Is Mike's Maui way? Mike's way and pineapple in there, inclusive. It's pineapple and poi. Poi, pineapple, yeah. macadamia nuts. Yeah. And ham. Oh, divine. Sounds divine. Well, congratulations, Brett, on Weekend at Bergman's. And congratulations to you, Julie Klausner, on coast to coast sellouts. You blew it out. And you entertained. To, uh... You saw. A million faces, and you rocked them all. Incredible, Thank you. incredible Thank show. You. And congratulations on having all of the peace that you achieved over mm-hmm. vacation yeah. wiped away with. Yeah, really. The image of Trumbo they- in a tub <laughs> full of gumbo. And if you design the Trumbo gummo gumbo yummo. <laughs> shirt Uh you will win a shirt yeah you win a shirt make a shirt win a shirt that's the way it goes around here yeah no frills we're like a minimalist dress no frills yeah that's how we do it Mm mm-hmm we also compensate our artists. Anytime you you get a design on the uh, merch yeah, store, yeah, yeah, you yeah, get a little, yeah. you get a little, get That's a little something. That's between you and Brett. That's between you and Brett. Oh yeah, I you'll get you'll get a little something. Tom and I will guarantee this free shirt. Yeah, and Julie, can you imagine as an aside? Yeah, Brett and Joe figuring out their thing is just like. Well, Forever Dog should probably pay us, like, like, like the way they're figuring out the terms of them doing a podcast for their own network is probably just like, yeah, we should probably get like ten thousand dollars each. <laughs> I don't want to think episode. about that because then I'm gonna then I'm gonna be at a nine point five. Imagine Brett well, bringing receipts in his costume, like he. Changed. Oh God! He start, just, he, he realizes Party City isn't enough, and he starts going to the professional like places oh, no. in L.A. where, like, basically he gets like the customer from Boardwalk Empire to design him like a bespoke. Yeah, you know, he either goes like that, or he goes to Staples and buys like an invoice pad, and then he like looks around his place and sees like a robe, and he just writes out like. Like a Hollywood costume emporium. <laughs> like it makes up a company. The seven seal costume. So you think we get a Bergman's is the forever dog like money laundering? Yeah, thing? I think it's there. Okay. I think it's there. We work. <laughs> it's, it's called we we launder. Yeah. <laughs>
It's their wee long. Yeah, that's when they. That's when the <laughs> wheels been are the first to clue. Yeah. Oh well. Thank you for listening to Double Threat. Follow Thanks. us on social media. Email us at doublethreatpod at gmail.com. Like us. Subscribe to us. Tell your friends about us. And that's it. That is literally it. Do nothing other than those things. Thanks exactly. for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye, bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.